0: What is going on Whisper Nation and welcome for joining Monday's mock draft here on April 18th. Hope you had a wonderful Easter or a Passover for those celebrating. It's great to be in here with you before we get to our mock draft Superflex redraft. Let's bring in the rest of the boys. You know the gang. We got Johnny Game Time Hicks there on the bottom. You can catch him at Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. And immediately to my left, your right, it is Big Travi, the one and only. Catch him on Trav- Twitter at Big Travy TFW. And we're going to jump straight into some of these questions with the draft coming up uh, not too far away. We're going to do a little bit of word association uh, right now. Let's go ahead and – well, before we do that, I want to give a big shout-out here to Scott, Eric, Freak Stomper, Calvin Brown, Uh, Everybody here from Whisper Nation tuning in, absolutely love it. But Johnny, Travis, welcome. Great to see you. Word association here, draft day. When I say draft day, Travis, what comes to mind? Uh,
1: Johnny Manziel comes to mind because Drake has a a song that's draft day, and then he says Johnny Manziel. I think he says five years later, and how am I the man still? Uh, Or something like that, four years later. Either way, that didn't age well because Johnny Manziel was everybody's favorite college player. But, yeah, that's what comes to mind.
0: We I can all that be that. the man in our own minds, and I hope you are in yours as well, whoever's listening to this. Johnny, how about for you when I say – what comes to mind when I say epic
2: bust? Oh, you, <laughs> came, you gave me – I thought you were going to give me the same, same nope, word. What comes
0: to mind when,
2: when I say epic bust? Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Oh, it Oof, breaks my heart. That's what so that's weird. what comes. Yeah. And that Oof. hey, that's coming from a hey, that's coming from a guy who's a diehard cardinals and invested in this Andy Isabella auto helmet. Okay, no. so that I, it gives me, you know, with the Looks if like you I check the maybe turn that yeah. upside down, use it as a pen holder. Hey, hey oh my god, that's if brutal. You, if you check no. the Geneva convention, I'm allowed to say those words. What
0: about, I'll give you another one here. I said, epic but you gave me, Andy Isabella, not unfair. How about highway robbery on draft day? What comes to mind, Johnny? Highway robbery on draft day.
2: Oh, CeeDee Lamb for the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, that okay. was highway. He really got him at like pick 16.
0: Okay. Yeah. I like that one. And that even ended up working out well. Travi, do you think that Jerry Jones is going to be going after any of the wide receivers? Maybe Drake London, Freak Stomper's number one guy who's got some issues with our yards after catch. And Freak, I'll tell you, man, we've been watching our film and leaning in. Share us some of the film that we need to be paying attention to because uh, I'm seeing a tree that gets hit and falls right down. Balls in his hand. Great catch. But uh, I'm not seeing any uh, I'm not seeing any Debo Samuel or Rondale Moore type of moves uh, from from the work we were looking into. But what about you, Travy?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just say really quick, Freak Stomper, we, we were looking at your comment today off air, and I just think it's something to take a look at. If you could let us know where you see that he's number five in the nation in yards after catch, because the, the stats we're looking at per PFF, you know, they grade every play. They've been doing it for about five, six years now. I mean, they said he was, uh, I mean, way down there in yards per uh, or in, in yards after catch per reception. So for me, I don't know. I don't even know that he's high up on that list that you're talking about, but we'll check it out. We'll, we'll take a look. Um, not not. Uh, I'm not going to back down, though. I, I don't really like uh, Drake London all that much as far as what we're talking about outside of contested catch. We'll, we'll see, though. We'll see where your guy goes. Um, if he's a yak monster, then I'll I'll stand uh, corrected, but I'm not seeing it. And not you asked seen about Gary Jones. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy goes and gets a wide receiver. They got rid of Amari yeah. Cooper because uh, of the contract issues. I wouldn't be surprised if they go get a rookie wide receiver to keep him underneath uh, that, that rookie contract.
0: All right. I like that one, too. It's going to be exciting to watch that. And Whisper Nation, if you are just tuning in, we are going to be doing a – Day one NFL draft live reaction show. And so make sure you are liked and subscribed if you enjoy hanging out with us. We would appreciate that to be there with you on draft day itself. But, boys, we got our own draft that we're jumping into here, right? We got a mock draft. Johnny, what's the rules for today's mock draft?
2: The rules are. There are no rules on this mock draft. It is prison rules. So anything goes. No, I'm just kidding. That's not how it is. We will have rules. Uh, Okay. So it is a super flex redraft, uh, not a dynasty this time, just a redraft. And then we will be doing, you have a quarterback, two wide receivers. Here, I'll pop this up so you can see the roster here. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, uh, tight end wide receiver, running back flex spot. And the super flex, so you can fit in a quarterback in there. Most likely you want to do that. Uh, and then we've got a bunch of bench spots. So, and it is 12 team if I didn't, and PPR if I didn't mention all that.
0: I just want to say really quickly that I went ahead and took Freak Stomper's advice. Last one I'll say on here, and I Googled it. I typed in Drake London yards after catch. The pop-up is London in 2021 was 33rd in yards after the catch and 6th in missed tackles forced again in only eight games. Not only does he have the frame and aggression to serve as a tweener, tight end in the run game, but the vision and fluidity with the ball in his hands to extend plays beyond the reception. That's an interesting take from sport. A tweener.
2: In there I mean, I, again, <laughs> okay. I think it's going to determine, uh, or a big determining factor will be where he ends up uh, going, yeah. Um, how they want to use him, yeah, and how they want to and where he ends up fitting. But I personally, when I watch the tape, I definitely see him as like a number two wide receiver. Uh, that is going to be stretching the field and going up and getting like a uh, Michael Floyd type, um, you know, an Alshon Jeffrey kind of thing. And
0: AJ Green,
2: how he's been for yeah, the Cardinals AJ last Green. year. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect example.
0: All right. Well, let's see if anybody takes him in this mock draft. We are got a full room. Love to have you with let's us go. here. Jay Blizzy in the two, Smitty Sitao. Death by Rona, Easy Daddy. I'm in the f- six. We got BJ, chill. We got take the to top. Ah, out thirty-eight. Fred, Beasy, Johnny, and Draft Hustle rounding us out in that twelve spot. Derek Henry, Big wow. Travie, one-one. Tell us what you got thinking in there. Yeah, I just don't. Um, I
1: we've been draft. I've been drafting quite a bit in Best Ball, and then in the couple drafts that I've had uh, the number one spot, we haven't done a redraft. So I think in a redraft situation, that's this feels nice to go ahead and do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if you got the opportunity to do it. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is probably the right pick, but I don't hmm. think that Henry's that far off. Even in a PPR, we saw this guy miss time and stay considerably inside the top five at the position. He seems to be in the right offense uh, with the right play caller, uh, with the right build as far as body's concerned, and, you know, motor to get it done. So I'm, I'm
0: with the Derrick Henry love. Pretty safe pick. I like to go with my first round pick to be, yeah, with a high ceiling, but I'm risk averse in the first round as much as possible. Johnny, what are you kind of looking for in that first round?
2: Risk averse for sure. Uh, But again, Derrick Henry to me is worth the risk because – he we do know that he is going to be healthy in the beginning at least you know we do say this on uh you know April 18th but we presume he would be healthy at least for the beginning of the season and so much you know that was one of the biggest things that I kind of shifted on uh mentally wise when I'm when I'm looking at a roster is really attacking that that first half of the season it really opens the door of what you can mm-hmm. do for as a fantasy player again you want to finish strong of course but if you get off to a great start you are able to m- take advantage of some moves that you might not otherwise be able to do. And it just puts you in a better position. Now there are as big Travi might uh, jump in here and say, Hey, you know, it doesn't always help to start off, you know, strong. You could end up tailing off and that's certainly true, but we do know that Derrick Henry is a beast at least when he's healthy and, and playing games. And I expect him to do so for the first half of games at least. Yeah, I feel that.
0: And I expect Slim Reaper to be coming in here saying what's up. Appreciate that. What's going on, guys? Miss that stashed beard and jawline. Hashtag WhisperNation strong. Glad Thank to you. have you with us, man. And rounding out here this first round, we got Johnny coming up on the clock. Uh, Derek Henry taking 1-1. It is a super flex redraft format, though, listeners. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes are the three quarterbacks off the board. Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, and now Austin Eckler are the three four running backs that are gone with cooper cup and still tyree kill the number two wide receiver travis is there anything here that's weird to you or is it going how you'd kind of expect it to so far in the first round
1: uh, i i think that the tyree kill one is a little interesting i don't know that i thought I'd so be taking, too i don't know if i'd be taking him right there I, Maybe I'm a little bit too risk-averse, like we're talking about here. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm a little too scared and I need to go to church. But I, I really <laughs> like Tyreek Hill. Uh, I just don't know that adjusting to a new quarterback – I mean, statistically – it's not good for a wide receiver to adjust to in that first year. Now we've also seen greats do it. Deandre Hopkins, Randy Moss, Stefan Diggs. We've seen these guys go and do it. And like in their first year, they're fine. So maybe Tyreek Hill is that guy. Maybe he's that dude, but to a tongue of Iloa is not Josh Allen. Um, he's not uh, Tom Brady. And, you know, these some of the QBs that these guys went to, he's not even Kyler
0: Murray for that sake. So I, I would be a little bit worried about Tyreek Hill. I want to, say to spend just a second on Tyreek because I think there are some real question marks to hash out here. And I do want to get Johnny's take on this as he is picking his second round guy. But my question here is on Tyreek. I see two ways that this could go down Or Tyreek Hill is way regressed. From what we've seen in years past, you don't have cannon arm Holmes going for you, maybe force feeding you the ball. Um, I also see another possibility where Tyreek Hill has still a top three season, and the reason being he's the number one option still in Miami. Is he getting the ball as deep? No, but he can still make work happen after he gets the ball 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. But the reason why I'm leaning towards considering an even increase in production is because Mike McDaniel, who comes from that Kyle Shanahan coaching system, just did wonders with the new weapon of the NFL, Debo Samuel. I have to imagine Tyreek Hill is a bit recruited to come over there and serve some multifunctionality. Am I right, Johnny, where let's get him in some jet sweeps. Let's get him out of the backfield. I mean, he would strike me as being the best weapon they currently have to hold that kind of role and if that's the case yeah you might not be getting as many 50 yard bombs but you might get four or five more carries from behind the backfield what, what do you think about that
2: oh yeah I think that's definitely what they're going to be uh, doing with him and especially after giving him that massive contract you have to imagine this is also what they had expected or they are expecting to do with him and use him quite off or quite a bit because you don't Give up that draft capital and pay a wide receiver if you don't have something in mind. And again, you're just looking at where he comes from, the coaching tree, and seeing how they used a guy like Devo. And you, you know, you could definitely imagine Tyree Kill getting carries and things like that, and really trying. It'll be really. Here's just, what it's just going to be crazy. with your chest, Johnny. He's going to get ten rushing touchdowns. You're calling it right no, here. Tyree he gets not, ten I'm, rushing yeah. touchdowns. You said it. Oh, well, what do you think the over under would be? It would be interesting if Vegas has this right now, but what six, I think six is very realistic, oh. Uh, you know, maybe give or take one or two, but you know, maybe five, but I do think that he could get like six. They don't, you know, we have Chase Edmonds. We do like him as a running back, but is he like dynamic around the goal line? We haven't really seen that uh he could be uh and then you know they have Raheem Mostert let's see if they draft a running back but they don't have a ton of skill around the goal line that would be like oh you know they're definitely going to be giving it to this guy so you could definitely imagine Tyreek Hill will be involved in that and McDaniels is a younger coach to where mm-hmm. he wouldn't be afraid to do that I think I think, Mc- I think that offense especially when he's getting paid 100k K to lose to watch <laughs> sorry i had to throw that in uh
1: i think that uh, offense is going to be so fascinating to watch i mean you got the youngest like well i don't think he's the youngest coach but he's super young he's super weird and funky comes from shanahan's tree so it's going to be you know forward thinking a lot of different wrinkles in the offense and they've got weapons out the wazoo in miami right now Mm -hmm. i mean across the board cedric wilson their third wide receiver i mean really looking looking fine they've got Mike Kosicki at tight end, who could be that move tight end for this offense sure. um, very well. And, and then all the running backs that they've accrued too, I think all have speed and, dy- you know, dynamicism, too. So I'm really excited for Miami's offense. I think it's going to be something to watch this year. You
0: know, I think you've got a good point I- that you're making uh, towards him. I wanted to ask you about another exciting running back here that I'm, th- that I'm thinking about actually picking up. And that's Antonio Gibson. And I, I am looking at him Anto- right there. Tell me why he is available this late. I mean, I'm I'm thinking right now about either going Russell Wilson, who I also think is probably going to be a top five quarterback this season. I mean, this might be the first time he's ever been in an offensive minded system. And he is also surrounded by great weapons there in Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy um, and Tim Patrick. So I think I think. Russell Wilson is slept on a little bit, especially, you know, just being at age 33 for a quarterback, nothing. And I think he's got something to prove, and I think he's got the ability to prove it. But my question was actually, Travi, about Antonio Gibson, and, the, and here's the setup for it. In his rookie year, he was the number 12 running back in standard. Last year, in his second year, he was the number 11. Running back in standard. So he's been back to back RB1s in standard, just one spot lower in PPR 13 and 12. So last year he was the back end RB1 in, in standard as well as PPR. And the coach is the same. I think the offense is probably better with Carson Wentz behind center, but he's done it with bad quarterbacks regardless. It's the same coach. He's going to have a healthy shin, you imagine. And he, why is he, why is he being taken this late? If he's almost like a lock to be an RB one, but maybe with the highest ceiling he's had so far.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I think people are obviously scared off the shin injury. We saw JD McKissick eat into some of the receiving work last year, and we've never really seen our guy Gibson get to where we want him to get. Cause remember he's the converted wide receiver. So in our mm-hmm. head, we're like, he needs to be the CMC. He needs to be this guy mm-hmm. that like comes in and, and dominates so many touches. What's up, Ronald? wanted to say what's up to Ronald coming in here. Uh, I was going to confess to Ron. Um, But to me, I don't think that's a reason to kind of slight him because anything above what he did last year, uh, receiving-wise, is going to be a bonus. And like you said, he was right there. PPR, RB13. Standard, RB12. He's an RB1 with a busted shin all of last year. Right. You got to imagine he's a little bit healthier. He missed two games last year. So imagine if he plays to, you know, a full slate like he did in his rookie year. And again, it's the coaching staff continuity with the best quarterback that this coaching staff has had. And I know uh, that like, you know, my Carson Wentz deniers are out there cringing when I say that, but Carson Wentz is going to be good enough to get this offense going. Remember in his time with Doug Peterson, even even in, in Indy dumps off to the running back quite a bit. So I think there's a lot here for Gibson to get going. Um, And and I'm excited about him this year. I'm not as scared as I was even last year coming in. Uh, I'm actually more excited.
0: Uh, Shim injury behind him, maybe, you know, worse quarterbacks behind him too. And I think Johnny is in line with at least some of that thinking, given he picked him up there in the third round. Josh, our former Whisper listener champion, coming in saying love Fournette this year, Johnny. We do, too. We've been talking about him. I wanted to get your take, though, Johnny, on Scott's comment here. Y'all are completely paying too much for Debo. We had thought he was a bit inflated last year when he started off hot, but then he finishes as an elite option. Where do you come into this year looking at Debo Samuel, Johnny?
2: I do think he is a little inflated uh, as far as, you know, where he's being drafted Mm -hmm. simply because the guys that are going behind him. And and now if this were dynasty, I could I could understand. Right. But when you're talking and I don't I don't think it's terrible where you got him, Austin, um, but it's just like, okay, if I'm taking Debo Hopkins, C.D. Lamb or A.J. Brown, like those four right there. You're, you are paying for the production of last year and then somewhat discounting what you know those other three wide receivers did now that's rightfully so right you can certainly play that way and maybe you're right but 10 you tend to see like we said is debo gonna get 10 rushing touchdowns next year probably not and so is he why not i just well, one, I think that they'll have their running backs will be more healthier, that hel- their running back room will be more healthy. And that was a big reason as to why Debo got more rushing attempts. Like, I'm
0: not I'm not trying to be difficult on this one, but I, I took no, Debo I know. Samuel I know. here. I'm feeling good about it. And, and here's the reason on this is Debo is the main vein of that offense. Yeah, I think it's Debo and then it's Elijah Mitchell and maybe it becomes Trey Lance. But he is
2: their number one pass catching option. I he's mean, on, their, their on, most... NFL, on NFL Live, Austin, yeah. they, to your point, they said, uh, you know, um, it was RG3 and, um, excuse me, I can't, I, Dan Orlovsky, and they said that Debo was arguably the best player on that entire team. So to your point, you know how good Debo is, right? And that that's a good. I mean, they've got a lot of good pieces. You've got Bosa. You've got. And I,
1: and I feel like we're saying it every week, but I do think it's worth noting that Shanahan was very excited to give Debo the ball when he demanded it, and said that this is a player that I listen to when he speaks. So again. Is Debo, was it a one-off year for Debo or has actually Debo been telling us something? His rookie year, he was a dog. We, we liked him a lot, but then Ayuk came, stole that attention away. We faded Debo for Ayuk to our chagrin. And then you saw, you know, Debo explode here. Are we going to do that again? Or are we going to believe that he is maybe the best player on their team and they're going to, you know, give him the Cooper cup treatment and continue to work him in the Tyreek Hill treatment, continue to find ways to get him, uh, you know, the ball when they need to. I'm
0: going to take Elijah Mitchell just to here to kind of lock up the playmakers in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. I'm not disappointed not bad, on that not, one. Not but I, the, the last thing I kind of say on Debo Samuel is I have confidence in Debo Samuel, the same way that I had confidence in Devontae Adams when he was with green Bay, the same way that I have confidence in Cooper cup, this year with Los Angeles. And that's because they had tremendous success with this weapon as their main vein. And there's no reason to think they're going to lean away from him. Yeah, he could get hurt for sure. And he's got a history of that. But if we take that element out, which is definitely what I'm doing in my draft, taking Christian McCaffrey one and Debo Samuel <laughs> two, we're pretending that injuries are turned off in this game. Uh, um, but if, you know, realistically speaking, Debo Samuel is going to be the tip of the spear. For the San Francisco 49ers, because he was the most dangerous weapon in the NFL last year. And I'm saying that with Cooper Cup in the room. So I I don't
1: bigger question is if Trey Lance gets the keys to the car, is that a concern? Do we have a concern that the rookie or quasi-rookie quarterback will be a concern? Because what we saw was him getting 16 carries a game in, you know, in, in, as a quarterback. And does that take away opportunity for a Debo Samuel to get the rushing share that we wanted? That's a that's a bigger question to Debo Samuels' legitimacy than I think,
0: you know, whether or not he's good enough to demand the ball. Hmm. Yeah, I think those are I think that's a real question. I was wondering that I saw I saw. It was one of our friends. Maybe it was um, Evan Silva or another in- member in the industry talking about how much more valuable Debo Samuel would become if Trey Lance took over. And I was like, how is that the case? Johnny, do you have any insights before we move off of the 49ers about impacts to these skill players? Kittle, Debo, you know, you can throw in Ayuk if you'd like to. But if we have um, uh, Trey Lance behind center versus Garoppolo.
2: Yeah. That's the other thing that for me is who's going to be the quarterback and can Lance take that next step is the big question. Now I do think when you're talking about safe, who's like the safest option when you're talking about that whole thing, I do think it would be Debo uh, would be the safest option because they get him the ball a lot around the line of scrimmage. And so you don't have to be the most talented quarterback in order to do that. Um, I do think it could affect Ayuk. I think, also, you know, and then Kittle. Kittle will be fine, I think, ultimately, because he's a tight end. Quarterbacks like to go to their tight end, especially a good weapon like Kittle. So I think you might actually get Kittle at somewhat of a discount. I know he went right after Waller in this draft, but I think as we start, because that's a name that's not, you know, it's kind of getting forgot about a little bit. Mm. I, uh, damn, dude, people have just been sniping my players this round. Did you want this at Mike Williams? I want it. Well, no, I want it. Well, originally I wanted Tom Brady. I didn't think draft hustle was going to take Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers. So that mm-hmm. I played myself there. And that's why I took DJ Moore. Uh, and you then played
1: yourself. You played yeah, yourself.
2: And then uh, I was looking at Michael Thomas. And oh. uh, so I ended up going Rodgers this round instead of Michael Thomas. But yeah.
0: I like that. I ended up going Michael Tom. I'm going pure sex appeal on this draft right now. Yeah, and uh, you, yeah, you know, uh, there's nothing quite like a slant boy over there when you got no, I'm just playing. It's Michael Thomas, though, obviously is a former number one overall wide receiver. He's 29 years old and uh, I got real question marks about Michael Thomas. We put that video out last week or so, but the. Ceiling on Michael Thomas is probably unparalleled for other players in this space. Other guys I was thinking about, and Travis, I know you're taking your pick. Michael Pittman was somebody I I was was, considering with a really high ceiling right here in this kind of sixth, seventh round range. Um, Jalen Waddell, to me, I was shocked he was available that late. I almost took him over Elijah Mitchell. I like him in a PPR format especially. But after he was gone, Travi, Michael Thomas, Cortland Sutton, Michael Pittman, Devonta Smith. Amon Ross St. Brown. We'll throw him in there for good measure too. How do you kind of look at Michael Thomas, Cortland Sutton, Michael Pittman, and then Smith and St. Brown?
1: Uh so I like Sutton and Pittman quite a bit. I think the quarterback mm. upgrade really helps them. Um did you put Waddle in that mix as well? Did you ask no, me? no, I had liked Waddle in okay. it kind of in a different uh, I like Mike Williams a lot. They paid him. They kept him there, um, especially if they move off of Keenan Allen, as Johnny's been kind of seeing on Twitter, that could be possible because mm. of the contract situation. Um, I would like Mike Williams a whole lot more. But I think, you know, as far as inconsistency, that's where I would I would probably it, – it, it would be your – preference do you like more consistency at wide receiver then maybe you go a Michael Thomas if you like mm. the upside cuz i think mike williams upside is 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 far greater than michael thomas i think just given the offense has given the quarterback play all the, all the question marks that's yeah. why i think williams has a bigger ceiling but thomas is going to be your guy that's a little bit more even keel he's going to get receptions especially in a ppr you're going to like that um but yeah i'm excited about these guys and then devonta smith you just you're asking for a lot you're asking for his progression which he looked great and then you're also asking mm-hmm. for a Jalen Hurts' progression, so you need both of those things to hit, which should happen. They're both young; they're both you know growing in their career. That should happen. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm really excited about a, like a guy like Cortland Sutton. You talked about Jalen Waddle. Like, I just want to speak really quickly on Jalen Waddle because everybody you see a lot of this on Twitter is, mm-hmm. oh my God, Tyreek kills there. That that hurts Jalen Waddle. We gotta quit. If a guy is good, and Jalen Waddle guys <laughs> broke he's the good. rookie record for receptions, he's good. He's real good. And Tua already has established rapport with Jalen Waddle. So I'm not saying that Tyreek Hill won't come and get his, but we got to stop thinking that if a guy is good and another good guy comes in, that's automatically Mm. going to mean that that guy sucks. Now, no, let's talk about what should happen to the Miami offense new coaching regime, all these weapons, another year for two under his belt with actual confidence from a coaching staff. So really the water should rise. The whole offense should maybe be better, which should account for everybody getting their own in that offense. I'm actually, uh, again, not to keep making this a Miami Dolphins show, but I think Waddle's getting slept on a little bit. Um, and that's a beneficial thing. Like
0: we should actually kind of like that. ADP-wise. I, w- I want to touch on something there. You know, it's coming, man. You're giving me goosebumps on this one, man, because, <laughs> You're touching on a point that I think deserves a little bit more consideration within the fantasy world, because you've got points for either case. And, and here's the dynamic. We've got wide receivers. We're talking wide receivers. Uh, they're playing within a system. You've got two good wide receivers. Is one going to cannibalize overall fantasy points from the other? Or does a rising tide lift all boats, more first downs, more opportunities to score that benefits everybody, Right. Now, we just talked a little bit about Denver. We talked about Cortland Sutton. I really like Cortland Sutton. I think he's a sleeper because he could actually be the number one ahead of Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy is more likely to be the number one, but there is a world where Cortland Sutton actually is the number one. We just haven't seen enough of both of them play together, especially with the new quarterback coming in. So we got to talk about what I wanted to ask was, and as I get ready to make my pick right here, oh, my boy Kenneth Walker, yeah, I like him. He's going to mm-hmm. come in and make some splashes. So, but my question here is, what do you kind of see is the dynamic between how what what impacts if a wide receiver cannibalizes from another? or if they actually both lift one another up. Because we have a lot of examples of two wide receivers both being top five, right? Like Tyler and DK Metcalf, not too long ago. And we're expecting Russell Wilson to potentially have the same impact for Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton this year. But then staying in Denver, when Jerry Judy was out, Cortland Sutton was kicking ass. As soon as Jerry Judy came back in the mix, neither one were really getting enough looks to be fantasy relevant for you. So my question is, Does it come down to the system and how voluminous the passing attack is and maybe how willing the coaching staff is to go with their strengths? And if you've got a system that's like, no, 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 we are slow paced and that's what we do no matter what, then it could be cannibalizing. Did I answer my own question there, Johnny, (laughs) or is there anything more here on that? I am
2: Ron Burgundy. I'm yeah, I, I i i i think you did answer your own question. I think it just depends on the coaching staff and what they're trying mm-hmm. to implement. I think that when you look at Denver, the coaching staff that they're they're bringing in, the fact they trade for Russell Wilson, knowing the intentions of what Russ has been pretty much screaming out, you know, like he wants to be cooked. What's up, Mister Miyagi? Uh, he wants to cook. So what? And I mean, Denver has been gearing up for this. For a while, because you got to also, ah, Hunter Renfro going this. Oh, I thought he was going to fall to me. That's why I took Derek Carr last year. This is this draft is just driving me
0: nuts here. I freaking love how amped up you get about mock drafts, Johnny. It's yeah, man. I try to
2: get the best team possible
0: all the time, no matter every, what the every context time is. I
2: try to win every every mock draft. I Did you win.
0: were like Michael Jordan with, and I took that personally when I, he hey, he took this
2: player that I wanted, and I took that personally. <laughs> yeah, at the end of this, we you don't want to mock, mock that way. way. Hey, <laughs> you you want to mock that way? Don't mock that way. Oh my that's God. how I, that's how I mocked it. Uh, that is so good. But um, I don't even remember what we were talking about there. Something about court. Well, I uh, think no, I I think there's a
1: give and take. You know, we could look at like plays ran and say oh we want an offense where they run a ton of plays because that means there's more opportunity for these guys Or we can just look at talent because i have a feeling miami's not going to be that crazy and plays ran because it's a shanahan system they're going to run a lot which means the play clock's going to be eaten up quite a bit um the the actual game clock's going to be eaten up quite a bit so you're going to have a situation where they'll probably be like actually bottom in plays ran but how effective can they be and how you know narrow will the target tree be for Waddle and Hill and I think that's where it's going to live. Now, I think Kaseki's going to have good games. I think he's a fine later round tight end and I think yeah. Cedric Wilson's going to be a waiver guy, but I I make no mistake. I think the bread and butter of this offense will be, will be between Waddle and Hill. And yes, Johnny points out nice stats about Tua Tagovailoa uh being a guy that can actually get the ball down the field. Now, he didn't do it a lot, but when he did it was good. What am I going to trust though? What am I going to trust more that sample size being extrapolated out and being like, he's going to be the greatest deep ball thrower now. I'd actually trust that he's actually going to lean more on Jalen Waddle because he has Mm -hmm. established rapport. Waddle's a good intermediate player. He can get him uh, like the safety net kind of stuff, and I think that is going to move the chains a lot more. I'm not saying Hill won't have big games and he won't be a splash wide receiver, but expecting Hill to be as consistent as he was in Kansas City, I think is, and I'd just rather fade Hill taking him as early as you have to take him and go get Waddle, which I think Mm -hmm. is actually going to be the safer play to go get.
0: Mm. I love these later on receivers that we think are going to be close to as impactful, or at least like make a case for having a a really prominent role on that offense. And that's what I'm going with right now. Taking Michael Gallup, that might be a little bit of a, an optimistic pickup, but I look at how well Dallas has supported two wide receivers in years past. And I'm kind of liking what Michael Gallup might bring
2: to the table behind CD lamb. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, I think when you're when you're drafting these guys, you have to have a couple of mindsets, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to go for upside like this is the 10th round. So you should start going uh, for these lotto tickets. And I'm not necessarily looking for guys that, you know, are going to be, you know, don't really have a high ceiling you want to go for guys that have a high ceiling and have the potential to reach that ceiling. I think Michael Gallup is definitely one of those guys, right? Like we've seen him be productive. We know he's a good wide receiver. The talent is there. He just got paid. They let go. their other number one wide receiver. Yeah. And not everything. And, and Cedric Wilson is gone as well. So not everything uh, they actually have, again, we kind of joke about it with Dallas and getting wide receivers, but it wouldn't be a surprise at all. If, if, dallas went and got another wide receiver um but the upside is definitely there for Gallup. what you also want to kind of keep in mind is also just that you don't have to always play these guys every single week that Mm -hmm. you can play these guys in matchups and that's actually the more beneficial way to to look about your roster is Mm -hmm. these other guys are depth guys that are going to be like these plug-in plays on weeks and can catch fire right and then you know every once in a while you strike gold and Uh, you're, you know, you, you pick up a guy that ends up being, you know, a Debo Samuel last year. You bring up an interesting
0: point there in different redraft strategies as they come up. This is a redraft league that we're gearing up for. And I see a lot of the projections at the end of a mock draft, you know, kind of fail to recognize how much attrition or how many like different lineups you might be looking to set. They just kind of evaluate the overall expectation for those players. And I think that's an unfair way to evaluate a fantasy squad, especially like pre week one. If you're asking me now, I got to take my next pick here. Yeah. You got hmm. five seconds on the clock. Yeah. Isn't. Let's let's any more. Now you only have one. Ooh, oh. Bateman.
2: Bateman's yeah. a good upside guy. I like and Bateman. That's-
0: and that's what I was thinking, too. And what I, the point I kind of want to make is actually made here nicely with Bateman is Bateman, in my mind, has two routes. He becomes like a bigger stud than we were expecting him to be or he's kind of what you kind of expected him to be. And that's like the second or third option behind a quarterback who has question marks surrounding his accuracy. So if he is in that latter camp, no questions asked, drop him. I get All to right. go now and play the waiver wire game. And that's awesome. There's talent all around. And as soon as you get stagnant, thinking your squad is locked up, that's when you lose your next three games in a row. And I want to be able to keep it fluid. And so give me some of these more riskier players in the double digit rounds, especially where it's like if Bateman, let's say Bateman rises up, he jumps Hollywood Brown, Lamar Jackson, he gets a little bit more comfortable in that pocket and Bateman becomes like a, a wide receiver too with upside. That's nice. I love picking him up in the 11th round. Or, you know, if he's averaging three targets and like 45 yards a game, like adios, let me pick up a backup defense that's going to be going up against the Jets and, you know, in a week or two or whatever. Give me something like that. So I'm just looking at different like redraft strategies that come into the mix and uh, things that you should pay attention to.
2: The other thing that I kind of picked up last year, uh, actually in our hometown league Mm -hmm. that uh, I wish I would have. Hold on, let me make this pick and then I'll, I'll make this point. Do I go? Does Ron, does Gronk play this year? I think so. I think he's probably just skipping
1: all the workout stuff.
0: I think he's it, gonna wait until it gets exciting, best, and it'll get exciting.
1: Yeah. The best um, story about Gronk was them like needing him to send video of his workouts, and he changed his shirt. Yeah, and, it was and he same day, did the same, same day, and then just kept yeah. sending them different videos.
0: That's kind of no, smart though. I mean, it's a little dirty. You know, you're not stoked if you're the conditioning coach. Yeah. But that's smart. Like at least he played that so, better than Jamarcus Russell did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No joke. What anyway. what I was what I was gonna oh sorry. What I, was, what I was gonna say earlier, real quick, is that towards these other, you know, also think I know oftentimes we get so caught up in like that draft night and everything, <laughs> and there's a lot of emotions and it's exciting, but that's just like your starting ground, right? So it's also wise in these uh, later rounds, let's see, let's say that, you know, I have an eye on Austin's team. I see that, you know, he, Ooh, he looking at his team, are you yeah, looking at his team? But like, let's say I, I I like the fact he got Michael Thomas. Right. And I really want to try to get Michael Thomas. So now when uh or actually it's kind of a little bit difficult with wide receivers, I'd more so go running backs. Like if you if you have someone uh, that you're eyeing on another team that's already been drafted, you can take. Players like the handcuffs and kind of start to set yourself up for a trade. Now, does that always happen out or always pan out? No, it doesn't. So you have to know your league in that situation. But I do know, like last year when we were at our draft, there was a couple situations where if I would have just drafted the handcuff, I could have made some deals during mm-hmm. the draft and and really bettered my team. And uh and that would have been very helpful.
0: That's a know. good and helpful point there. Kind of segueing into Mr. Miyagi's question here. He says, talking about redraft in a single quarterback league, do you rather draft two quarterbacks and one tight end, or one quarterback and two tight ends? I want. I'm going to jump in here first. I am a strong supporter here of going with the two quarterbacks and the one tight end. I think these are similar positions, right? You can waiver wire a decent one almost any given week, but the margin in a good quarterback might percentage-wise be the same as the margin in a tight end, but they just score a lot more at that position. Quarterbacks score more points than tight ends do. And so if you can sneak one that's got a wider margin and gives you more points, that like might be 10 more points per game. I used to go with this strategy a bit after Cam Newton burned me after I took him second round after his MVP season. And I took uh, later down in the draft, it was Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and Alex Smith. And they were all top 10 quarterbacks that year. And it was awesome. Like, it was really nice having that much uh, flexibility, and I ended up making some good deals with those quarterbacks. People are looking for quarterbacks more than they're looking for back-end, tight-end ones. So I think you have more value taking a lotto ticket at the QB position than you do at the tight-end position. Travis, you disagree? You agree?
1: Um, I I tend to agree with what you're saying there. I think what you're talking about is mostly you're going to take – mid to late QBs, you know, so that's, that's where you're setting yourself up. If you're going to take an early QB earlier QB, hopefully not too early, then you're going to take one QB and then probably do your dice roll with the tight ends, but not to like play devil's advocate there on you. Awesome. But that's I'm taking about, Josh Allen. Yeah, though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. also going to be taken. Like, like, I just think yeah. that cutoff okay. is me. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that cutoffs around like the Dak Prescott, the Kyler Murray, the, the kind of the mobile guys that, that, that tier break there. But, yeah, Yeah. I'm with you on, like, there's guys I'm excited about. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you said, Tua there, Kirk Cousins is another one that I think people are sleeping on. Just without an offensive-minded thinking coach, Kirk Cousins has been like a borderline top 12 QB. Now you put him Mm -hmm. in an offense in in Minnesota where it's coming from a Rams-style offense, like he could hit another level, I think, this year. And I don't think people are talking about that enough. So there's guys like that that you could take. Derek Carr. How much is Devontae right. Adams coming to Derek Carr going to increase Derek Carr's ceiling? So we've talked about this a little bit, and we'll talk about it more as the offseason progresses. But these are guys I'm looking at that like I can pair together. So like Austin said, yes, I'd rather go that route. Um, maybe get your mid-round
0: tight end that you could find um, and get that one tight end and then and then play the two QB. Game. I'm, I'm almost like, like it just comes to mind here in that seventh, eighth round swing with draft hustle <laughs> there. Draft like he took Schultz, mm-hmm. for instance, like Schultz and Moore. You know, let's say you didn't take Tom Brady earlier and it's like, okay, you took Justin Fields and Derek Carr there at the turn. That's like two quarterbacks that it's like there is some upside, but there's some risk that you might end up like they both could be top five. Right. And then super flex yeah. obviously changes like he's talking, you know, yes, our yes, guy, yes. Mr.
1: Miyagi is talking one quarterback league, but I to your point about that mid round range. T.J. Hawkinson, people are so burned on T.J. Hawkinson because he had the injury issues last year. Great value here in the seventh round. Like, you could go pick him up, and then even Ertz in the ninth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you could still get what you're trying to do here um, at the tight end position. Dawson Knox in the eighth. There's some great value at tight end in the no middle, middle round.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sticky. This is a great question, Mr. Miyagi. There's just so many options on the waiver wire, especially at tight end. I like to play tight end waiver wire. Like, I, I – I... I kind of like it. I don't know. I am not saying it's a uh, guarantee, yeah, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> I,
2: I, it was it is I mean, Travis brings up a good point and that it is a bit harder to tr- unless you have one of the big 3 tight ends It is, and maybe Kyle Pitts ends up getting into that uh, category this year because his name is starting to get a little bit bigger. But it, like, for example, I thought that last year. So I took, you know, I was confident in in drafting like Tom Brady. And then I was drafting even, you know, I got Kelsey. And despite that, Pitts became a value at at one point. So I I took him thinking, oh, everyone is going to want to draft or trade for like an elite tight end or a top five tight end. And it was hard to move. Mm. Like, I, in fact, had more people coming and asking about Tom Brady than I did o- over Kyle Pitts. So, it's uh, even in that situation. So, like what Travis was saying, it's almost better to take the two quarterbacks because, especially if they put, you know, it's a six point quarterback league, six point per touchdown, then people do view that uh, way more significantly.
0: I think it's a good point to bring up the emotional side of it, right? Like quarterbacks are household names and we are emotional beings and fantasy football. is an emotional game. You can find quarterbacks connected to heartstrings more likely than you will be finding tight ends, but that might not be true on draft day, but as the season progresses, you know, people's feelings start coming out and
1: I'd be interested
0: to see how many tight ends actually get
1: dealt Austin. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're hitting, we're sitting here talking about it. And like to Johnny's point, I think that's true. Like, unless you have one of the big three, but even then I feel like you value tight end so much, like you want so much for a Kelsey or for, you know, a Kittle. Like, I don't right. know if you're going to get that return. i w I'd love to see the numbers if we could, you know, like uh, just like look up how many get dealt. And now quarterbacks though, I think that because, I mean, obviously we're doing a flex mm-hmm. here, but in that, you know, hypothetical one quarterback league, you know, the, the pool is so deep. It's like you're probably going to be able to just, like, get guys that are like, yeah, I can find a quarterback. I'll,
0: I'll trade you my guy. i yeah. my second
1: guy here, you know.
0: That's a good point. And, then, Travi, as you begin our closing round here, mm-hmm. want to give the viewers a little synopsis. We're going to be doing our uh, breakdown of the teams and then jumping into our best ball draft over on Underdog. Is that right,
2: Johnny? That is correct.
1: Yeah. I just waited for you to take the shirt
2: off. I know. I I thought about (laughs) it for a second. (laughs) Uh, Scott asking, can we do uh, an eight player one tonight? Maybe pull the group. Unfortunately, they don't have an eight person uh, one available yet. They only have a six and a 12.
0: So we're going to
2: get 12? Or should we go for six again? again?
0: We'll go for six on this time. Let us know that we overfill. And we're, I would love to, though, next week. Let's see if we... We'd uh, love to do
2: a 12-person one. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So we'll race to get our six
0: filled here. That'll be three empty spots. Do that alongside you, Whisper Nation. It is a $3 underdog best ball draft. And we're going to be dropping the link in YouTube here after we get our mock draft here done. And if you'd like to join the draft, uh, go ahead and make sure you got underdog downloaded. You're in a state that allows for it to be so... And then uh, let's go ahead and do some drafting together. That'll be fun. Yeah. So as this is going, uh, Travi, do you want to go ahead and maybe tell me a little bit about your team? We've been getting some popular requests. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think that I wanted to do some some fun stuff and I just didn't really get the chance to. I do like how I kind of made up for it, but my quarterbacks in a super flex are going to be dicey. Uh, I went with Tua, Mitch, Jameis and Daniel Jones. These are guys like easily could not be the starters by the year end. All four, of them, you know, like uh, so I'm not really confident. But other than that, I like my squad. Um, my running backs, Derrick Henry, JK Dobbins, James Robinson, Ronald Jones, and then Gus Edwards to kind of solidify that Baltimore backfield there. Okay. So, um, not, I I didn't really necessarily want to go Dobbins as my second running back, but it happened really excited to pick up James Robinson though in the seventh. So that ends up kind of being my second running back that I'm excited about there. And then wide receivers went CD lamb, AJ Brown, um, sorry, Michael Pittman, I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown. And then MVS is my dart throw at the end here. Kyle Pitts is the tight end. Um, as Johnny was talking about, I think he's got an opportunity to jump a tier this year, obviously not just him being the unicorn and being a guy that they spent a lot of, you know, draft capital on, but all of the vacated targets in Atlanta, Uh, I think Pitts is going to be able to soak a lot of that up and that's, he could really just eat in a PPR. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, I like my team. I'd probably give it a B minus, C plus, somewhere around there. I think it's got work to do in the QB situation.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. But I think you got a strong A to B at the running back and the wide receiver positions. Quarterback is a question, but I think you did a good job of spreading it out there to give yourself options. And Kyle Pitts is a nice piece of tight end, too. So I think it's a pretty good team on here overall. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. What about all right. I took, I went, I went full sex appeal. At least I started off on this Christian McCaffrey at the one six. Hey, we all know the injury concerns, but if this man is healthy and they don't draft a running back, you're looking at one of the few pass catching halfbacks that can pretty much do it all. And his skill set is really nice for fantasy and that he likes to break away and make big plays and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, you can say the same thing for Debo Samuel, who's a bit of a yak monster, the main vein of the 49ers. I like that. So that's the two there. My the quarterbacks are going to be Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford. I like the upside on it. We're not, I don't think anyone's looking at either of these guys being number ones. But I don't know if anybody's shocked that they're both top sixes come the end of the year. Um, Elijah Mitchell, I like his role as a running back for the 49ers, run heavy team. we uh, will stick with the running backs there. Kenneth Walker and Cordero Patterson. A little bit of depth there that I think has a pretty high ceiling. Uh, taking a look down at the wide receivers, Debo Samuel, Michael Thomas, Devontae Smith as my top three. Um, I like the presumed role on the team they should have. It's a PPR format. I like what they bring to the table. And then Gallup, Bateman, Chark, Van Jefferson, and Devontae Parker as some depth pieces in b- behind them um, with upside as well. And then Irv Smith was an auto-drafted tight end to round it out. So I don't think I got any holes. Um, I think I've got a decent ceiling. I, I don't I'm not bumming on this team. I think it's all right.
1: Yeah. I think the value for a guy for guys like Patterson and Gallup here was really big for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that can really swing. Like those are guys with huge ceilings that could really swing the needle the other way for you. Um, But yeah, health will be the biggest concern in your running back room. Otherwise it's a fucking fast, sexy running back room. Right. Um, yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you start, by taking quarterback early ish in a super flex, you know, three and four, love the quarterbacks by the way you'd say maybe you took the hit at wide receiver right but michael thomas and Devontae smith to round out your debo samuel like wide receiver room i really like that i think that you take the upside of debo maybe he's more inconsistent this year and you pair it with two consistent guys that should be target you know reception leaders for their teams i think that's i think it's well done
0: i appreciate that what about you john you want to give us a quick breakdown on your squad before we jump into the rest of whisper
2: nations for sure uh it took I had the 11th pick took Najee Harris fell to me. So that's nice. I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't intend on doing that. I, was, I, I almost took him at six. Yeah. I, I was thinking Chris McCaffrey or Najee. I was a little surprised. So I took him, uh, then went Justin Jefferson. I haven't been able to draft him a whole lot. So I, I wanted to grab him, see what my team would look like. Uh, and then Antonio Gibson in the third, followed by Leonard Fournette, just value picks there. So I had to go with that one. Then DJ Moore, going in the same spot as last year. Uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I really wanted Tom, but he didn't fall to me. Uh, Then I also grabbed Derek Carr and Malik Willis as my other two quarterbacks. So Derek Carr, I think, should have a solid. I think he'll be a top 12 quarterback. Uh, Maybe not a high top 12 quarterback, but I I think he'll be solid this year. Tight ends, Godert and Ertz. We talked about going at it, like, you know, uh, at the position. If you don't get one of those top guys, most likely I'm going to be drafting two or three tight ends. Um, just to try to take the gamble and trying to get a good one. Uh, then I got my boy, Kadarius Tony, James Cook, your guys' guy, Alan Lazard, the number one right That's now great. for the Packers, uh, and then rookie long. rookie Dotson, uh, who I actually really like, uh, <laughs> and then Naheem Hines to round it out. So overall, uh, there were quite a few snipes. And so I definitely got frustrated, uh, but overall I think I maneuvered the ship okay. I think it's a pretty solid team. I'd be I'd be pretty excited. I think this of. is solid, dude. Like it's got a it's
0: it's a team to build with throughout the season. But I think that's a smart way to go about it. Man, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, and Leonard Fournette as three running backs is really nice. But I'd say an anchor wide receiver there, and Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, I think is just like kind of like a boring solid pick. Uh, And then you get some other wide receiver help throughout there. That's kind of nice. The quarterbacks do have a little bit of question marks going to them, you know, but at least one of them has got Devontae Adams. So uh, that's something maybe. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty
1: solid. The wide receivers outside of Justin Jefferson give me a little bit of cotton mouth, you know, but it's two wide receivers that we're starting here. So I actually like your wide receiving core factoring that in, you know, like DJ Moore, like you said, it's kind of boring, but like that's a perfect wide receiver too. Right. Like, yeah. And especially if you go and get like a Baker Mayfield, who's probably going to pepper a DJ more with targets, you know, so mm. I, I, I really like the team, Johnny, as much as as much uh, shit as you gave yourself throughout. Yeah, it, I think yeah. You, you pulled it out.
0: Well, let's right. go ahead and break down the rest of them. I'm going to do something crazy, guys. Let's start at the end. Let's do the draft. Dude, I was thinking that I was seeing the same thing. Oh, no. It's like we spend That's a lot of time, time together on a week to week basis and our, our cycles lined up. It's weird. Let's <laughs> oh, go ahead and do it in the 12 spot. Johnny, you want to just take the people by you, draft, hustle, yes. Fred, Beasy, and BroCal, and then I'll pick it up from there.
2: Absolutely. Uh Let us know in the comments what you give these grades to these teams as well. We'll flash them up, all right? So Draft Hustle here in the 12th spot uh, takes Jamar Chase with the first pick. Then in the second, grabs Lamar Jackson. Then Cam Akers, followed by Keenan Allen. Then Miles Sanders to grab his second running back there in the fifth. Like I said before, he sniped Tom Brady from me in the uh, sixth round. Then gets Dalton Schultz as his first tight end. Elijah Moore and Williams in the 8th and ninth round. Uh, then he grabs Singletary and Mostert. Wow, he's going like running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver here. Uh, and then Rondell Moore in the 12th. Cole Kmet in the 13th. Zach Wilson and Pickens to round out his draft. So what are we thinking here? We got Lamar Jackson and, and Tom Brady as a quarterback. Pretty solid group there. We got Travis looks like he's still looking and, and trying to figure out what he, what ultimate grade he's going to give. Uh, Austin, I'll kick it to you. What do we, what do we got here for draft hustle? What what grade or phrase would you gri- give draft Dude, hustle? I'm, Did he hustle on this draft? I
0: think he hustled. I think he hustled really hard and I'm looking at these through positional breakdowns, wide receiver, running back and quarterback And I look at the quarterbacks here and Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady, like that's a strong B for me right there. Um, It's a conservative B Uh, running backs. I'm going to go B minus on this and then wide receivers. I think I got an a minus on these ones on this stack here. I do have some question marks, but it's hard for me to look at Jamar chase and Keenan Allen and not be like that's solid. And then cam Akers and miles Sanders, like, it's not awesome, but it, it could be. It absolutely could be um awesome. So I I I don't dislike it. There's no holes. There are some concerns at the running back position in terms of ceiling, but I think you're fine. And then quarterback, like you you might have two top five quarterbacks right there for you with some really big weak, weak winning matches. And then Schultz and Komet, nicely done too. So this is this is a strong team for me.
2: So overall, what what grade you give it?
0: What up, Michael I be- Gray? I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I think, um, B plus, A minus. All
2: right. I'm with you. I
1: said more than a B because he drafted two mores. (laughs) B B plus. Uh, I'm with you, Austin. I think the quarterbacks, you were a little conservative on the grade. I think those – I think you get the – ultimate ceiling with both of those guys that you yeah you're right, right. those quarterbacks i love the quarterbacks i think that's the one part yeah. of his team i'm i'm just infatuated with um and then the running backs yeah I, i'm with you there's it's a little shaky but i will just say this acres ceilings kind of buoys that whole running back room for me so as long as Akers hits i think he'll make up for that and then he's just trying to figure out his rb2
2: between the 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 stable so i i really like this team me too yeah all right fred beezy Over here, right before me, auto-draft the whole thing, so take that into account when you're grading this person's draft. (laughs) Dalvin Cook in the first, uh, as other running backs were Ezekiel Elliott in the third, Bryce Hall in the fifth, my boy Spiller in the tenth, Melvin Gordon in the eleventh, and Jamal Williams in the fifteenth, so pretty deep uh, running back room there. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams in the second, Took Allen Robinson in the sixth, seventh got grabbed. Uh, Adam Thielen in the seven or excuse me, in the ninth was able to get my boy Bobby Trees. Then Kenny G in the 12th, Julio Jones in the 13th. His running, oh, his quarterback is only Justin Fields, so <laughs> take that for what it is. He got Justin Fields in the uh, eighth there. Kittle in the third as his as one of his tight ends, followed by Noah Fant in the 14th to round out his team. Auto yeah. draft didn't didn't auto draft too well. That did quarterback the, did the auto
1: draft know that it was a super flex.
2: I mean, should have. Shoulda, could have. I have a big uh, What do you got? I have a what no
1: flex zone C. Uh, I, th- it's just too hard i think and, and it, we did it in our 14 team uh listener league last year where we we were screwed on qb in our superflex, and we didn't make the playoffs and <laughs> nearly got last because of it yeah. so i i cannot stress how much in a superflex you really need to have some qbs um and obviously this is auto drafted team so fred uh hopefully next time when you're with us you'll be able to draft another qb for yourself but yeah, yeah. i mean other than that i kind of like the skill position pieces but then you know, the running backs scare me a little bit. We don't know where Brees Hall is going to land. Ezekiel Elliott could be washed. Uh, Spiller, I know Johnny likes him, but nobody else does. Uh, Melvin Gordon doesn't have a team <laughs> really right now. So, well, yeah. Melvin Cook I mean, might be in the first yeah. round,
2: dude. So... No, no yeah. offense, Johnny. Wait till just, wait till Spiller starts jumping up draft boards when he pimp comes limps first his way all the way to yeah one huh? yeah dude when he when he gets taken number one. I I, I
0: just gotta sit in that C range. Um, for me, there, it's not to negate the upside, but Travi put it well there. Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook. We'll see how many games they both play this year together. Um, <laughs> how many snaps they both end up putting together to combine. I mean, it could be awesome. It also could be really disappointing. Um, love Devonte Adams. Think he's gonna do just fine, but there's no way he does better than he did last year. And then Robinson, Thielen woods, Galladay, Jones. Like there's a lot of question marks around all of those other receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, George Kittle is nice. Still has question marks though, especially if Trey Lance takes over. Um, and then and he's he only got, got one quarterback. It's like they
1: went to the old folks' home for wide receivers, dude. Like he's yeah, got yeah, Elon hey. Woods, Galladay, and Julio.
2: Hey, you like, got to do. Hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You got to do what you got to do sometimes.
1: Ditching the walkers uh, for some cone drills.
2: <laughs> I'm round us out here, Johnny. I'm broke. Out. Yeah, rounded us out on Brocal, who took the ninth pick right before me. Austin Eckler in the first, followed by my boy DeAndre Swift in the second. He also grabbed uh, Damian Harris all the way in the eighth round and J.D. McKissick in the 12th to round out his running back room. He went tight end heavy uh, in the third and fourth by getting Mark Andrews and Darren Waller. Uh, also grabbing uh, the Denver Broncos. I can never say his last name. Oku, Oku. Just say Albert O. Uh, Albert O. There you go. Albert O all the way there in the 13th. So really stacking up the tight ends there. Uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts in the fifth. Also grab Kirk Cousins in the seventh, and then Jared Goff all the way in the fifteenth. Pretty good, pretty good stack there. Uh, and then wide receivers here. Tyler Lockett uh, was his first wide receiver off the board in the sixth round, followed by Gabe Davis in the ninth, Claypool in the tenth, OBJ in the and el- the eleventh, and then Michael Hardman all the way in the fourteenth round. So I ask. I, what do you give <laughs> as a? Grade. I give him. I give him an.
0: I give him an inner, because he's missing, a W and an R. He's missing wide receiver. Oh, so, oh you know, been inner. Wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I spelled win. that wrong. Inner. Yeah, it's in any. Yeah, I gave innie. him an. Gave, innie. He got an he any. He's got an any because he's missing a uh, wr. He's missing a, a wide a w. Yeah, that was nah. man. It's not clever if it's not clear, and that was not clear. But I was trying. I'm trying for you, whisper nation. I was looking at his wide receivers, and I'm concerned about it, man. Like I love the Andrews and Waller combo. That's fun. Uh, then yeah. Swift and Eckler. I'm concerned about injuries, but if we turn injuries off, these guys are dope. Love it. Um, but then, like, Tyler Lockett, new quarterback, I'm not sure. Gabe Davis, I think, is awesome, but he's probably your number one wide receiver, to be honest. And, like, yeah. I don't know if I love that. And yeah. then Chase Claypool, man, I, I, he just bummed me out so many times last year. New quarterback again, Odell Beckham. He's recovering from his second surgery, which was kind of, like, under the radar. His first surgery didn't go so well, I heard. And then they they were really feeling great about his second surgery, which is scary. Nah. And then uh, Michael Hardman, like I like him too, but you know uh, we'll see. So I don't know. I'm I'm just not. I've I've got some concerns about this team. I I think you're struggling in wide receivers, and um, yeah, you guys in any the wide? Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's it's. I think it's
1: like a C. I maybe even a B minus. I guess, but uh, the wide receivers feel like a sports car that like doesn't like you don't know how to drive manual. Like, you have a sports car, but you don't know how to drive manual. Just because, like, these guys have weird situations going on. Claypool with Mitch Trubisky, obviously. Tyler Lockett with the Drew Locke situation. OBJ with the knee situation. Like, all these guys, you want them, like, on paper. Sexy as hell. But I don't know that, you you know, you can get it done.
2: So, yeah. All right. Do we want to – we'll go to BJ Chill. Uh, take, here's take the auto the draft. Hold one.
1: on. So, d- Calvin Brown saying he got auto – Waller, the auto draft right now, didn't draft a QB for our guy, Fred Beasy, and then auto drafted a second tight end for our guy, Brocal. Sorry about that. Hey,
2: that's true. hey, what did I tell hey, you? The I actually prison like rules, bro. Prison rules. Before
1: rule. you could predict. You, you know what me. the auto draft to do now. Maybe we're getting to a point where anything could
2: happen. Hey, anything the analytics, happen. yeah, the analytics are taking over, dude. It's getting funky, way.
0: baby. Well, let's go. I'll go ahead and take over here on take the top off. Let's get this one here. Right. And it is Tyreek Hill in the eighth spot. We talked a little bit about him and the presumed role he might have over there in Miami. Stefan Diggs this is his number two going wide receiver heavy. Let's just round the rest of those ones out. Chris Godwin in the fifth. Jalen Waddle in the sixth. Uh, we've got Freak Stompers boy Drake London there in the ninth, and Olave in the 11th. This is an exciting wide receiver room. Let's see how he balances it out. Running back takes Alvin Kamara at the third. I really hope he plays. It's fun when he does, but I also hope there is justice for the man's face that he destroyed. we got David Montgomery there in the fourth round. Uh, he should be great. So it's actually like you, you might, depending on what happens, Legally, with Alvin Kamara, suspension-wise, you might have some solid-ass running backs, actually, that you ended up picking up pretty late. Uh, Miles Gaskin, uh, White, Gainwell, and Williams there as some depth pieces. We talked about Gaskin. We like him as a supplementary piece a lot. Um, and Gainwell, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But I don't think you're actually as—you take some risk on drafting running backs as late as you did. You go for some upside, and, and maybe you got it. Tight end, you picked up TJ Hawkinson and Mike Gusecki. Like those, especially, you know, seventh round and down. The big problem here is you got one quarterback in. It's a super flex league, and that's Mac Jones. Salt in the wound on top of it. So if quarterbacks didn't matter, I think this team might might be good. They do. Factoring that in, Johnny and Travis, do you have takes here on take the top off's team?
2: I do. Johnny, what about you? I put took the draft off because that's what he did because i don't know about this team man it's like i mean in the beginning you're like okay yeah yeah, all right and then it just it just is a shipwreck by the end of it Um, i had
1: i had ideas of grandeur to be able to draw a bee you know, sideways that look like boobs, you know, take the top off, give him a B, but I can't even give him a B because it's Mac and cheesy C he's only got one quarterback again, guys. Like that's not going to do it here in a super flex. Like it, not Mac do it. And, and Mac Jones being your only quarterback is, I mean, Ooh. besides Austin, nobody's going to like that at all. Yeah. Just kidding us. I know you, <laughs> I know you, you got, Big love for Mac
0: Joe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Moving on here. Big love here for our BJ Chill, who takes Cooper Cup in the seventh spot. Kelsey in the second round. Saquon Barkley in the third and Watson in the fourth. Man, this is... Um, he's going for four elites on this. You might get it. I think the ship... It's probably sailed on Saquon Barkley, but you your how long I said, probably, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see, but you know, I don't know if anyone's holding out their breath on that. Maybe in the New York football giants uh, front office, but even then, I don't know. Amari Cooper though. In the fifth, I like that upside. Should be the number one wide receiver in Cleveland. Uh, CEH as your number two running back. Let's stay over there. Uh, Trey Sermon and Chris Carson. Ooh, I don't know about those guys. <laughs> um, They might not be. Chris Carson might not play football anymore. Trey Sermon. Weird story, man. Taking ahead of Elijah Mitchell. And uh, that's that's the last time we really heard him being ahead of Elijah Mitchell over in the 49ers room. Let's take a look at your quarterbacks, though. Deshaun Watson, when he plays, he's been dynamite. He'll probably play the majority of the games in Cleveland, but not the first six. Still waiting to be seen, Trevor Lawrence, there is your second quarterback who I'm more excited about than I think the rest of the industry is. I'm just taking a full mulligan on what Urban Meyer did to Trevor Lawrence. And this is still the guy most hyped at the position, since I'd say Andrew Luck at the spot. So we'll see what he's about, but not a great rookie year. So I get why he was sitting where he was. Big Travi, do you have an initial take here on BJ Chill's mock drafted squad?
1: Yeah, this is a he's got like a ceiling of an A but his Mm -hmm. floor is a C. So it's really hard for me to like kind of, I mean, I guess that puts him in like kind of like a B, but I'm just concerned. I mean, I guess Jimmy G's your bridge quarterback for Watson – the running backs, man, it reminds me of like in Forrest Gump where he runs all the way through. Like your running backs are never like they're running away here. Like <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what's going on uh, literally outside of CEA. I mean, but even Saquon and CEH, like, could you have taken a scarier one two with your running backs? I I would have liked to see you get somebody to pair with Barkley to kind of hedge your your risk there. But again, if it's post hype with these guys, yeah, then it's an A. Like, if these guys hit, it's an A. So, I, you know, I, I don't have a, a letter grade for you. I just – I have a range of outcomes.
0: I mm, appreciate that. I think those are
2: totally fair. What about you, Johnny? Be careful. So, <laughs> yeah, I gave him a B BSA. Yeah, a B, be careful on this one because, yeah, like Travis said, I, I do think that Saquon is actually a value. I think he is a post-type sleeper that people are just falling way too much, you know, down. It reminds me of Derrick Henry a couple of years ago. And then in like two years when Saquon's back in the first, we'll be like, oh, remember the days when Saquon was like third and fourth round? That's just, again, that could be completely wrong. That's just the feeling I get. Not fantasy advice. Do your own research. But uh, that's that's what I'm getting at. But, uh, yeah, so overall, I'd say it's a B.
0: Really quick, would you have liked this team more or less if he would have taken Antonio Gibson over Saquon Barkley? Less. Less, what about you, Travy?
1: Mm, less okay because i just have i've seen barkley be a top five running back i haven't seen that out of gibson yet so at least the ceiling could make up you know yeah i think gibson could get there i think it's within it but i've seen it you know i've tangibly yeah. seen it for barkley.
0: yeah i've seen Saquon be the best running back in the world yeah 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 Which all right may,
1: that might actually be a bad thing You know, in your judgment process, like it may you're holding on to that. Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: true. You know what I mean? It's like a fallacy,
1: you know, right. Uh, It's a sunk cost kind of fallacy thing. But that's just where that's I'm just being human here.
0: I hear that's a good point to air out. I think that's I'm going to think about that as we evaluate other players down the road, too. Like, are you, you've seen him do it. Does that mean they can't Does that do mean it? they're going to do it again? No. Yeah. It just means that
1: you're... Because, like, actually, Antonio Gibson has some signals pointing Reminds in his direction that, Park. like... It's like member berries. It's like, remember when Saquon was number one <laughs> running back?
0: It's like, yeah, it's... we remember it, but it doesn't... <laughs> but, like, realistically, who has a better chance of being a top five running back this year? Uh, it, it would I be... still
1: think it's Saquon, but I, something tells me, like, that's kind of flawed logic, but I... Just where
0: I'm. It's like I see Saquon as having a better chance of being number one overall, albeit small. But I see Antonio Gibson having a more realistic chance of being a top five. Give me seven. Give me
1: top seven. If you say top seven, I'll take Gibson. I think that's my hedge. if, 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 If you're gonna ask me who's better at like who's got a better shot at being top seven, I think Gibson.
0: All right. Well, think- let's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I feel that. I feel that. It's more food for thought as we continue munching on all of these uh, good topics. I'll take this last one, Travi, before kicking yeah. off the last two. All right. So we got Easy Daddy. What's good, my dude? Coming in at the five spot, he takes Patrick Mahomes, who was the third quarterback off the board, and you get him there at the five spot. I'm feeling pretty good if that happens there. I get it, but I like it. Joe Burrow then in the second, a couple of really nice young quarterbacks there as your super flex duo. Aaron Jones in the third round. Liking what I'm seeing so far. Let's just stay with the running backs. James Conner killed it last year, and he got re-signed. He's the starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals. That's an ADP that I expect to rise unless he gets hurt. Rashad Penny. Ooh, you're drafting real nice, here, yeah. daddy? Who finished the, the last six weeks as the number one overall running back in the NFL. You heard that right, folks. Last six weeks, month and a half of football. That's like a third of the season. He was the number one overall running back. That's significant. And he comes in as the starting running back as of now for the Seattle Seahawks, a run-heavy team. He takes Daryl Henderson and Marlon Mack. That's really nice depth, actually, as your fourth and fifth options. Let's take a look over at the wide receivers. He takes Mike Evans in the fourth round who gets Tom Brady back, a man who's never had under a 1,000 yards and is still 28 years old. Mike Williams as his number two wide receiver. Shit, this is looking good. Darnell Mooney, who has a good relationship with Justin Fields, and Allen Robinson is gone, so I expect more snaps, more targets for Darnell Mooney, too. I, like, just grabbed my boob. And that was like
2: <laughs> totally reactionary after to looking <laughs> at the Easy down his
0: team. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then uh, Christian Kirk, who like might be the top dog in Jacksonville with an Urban Meyer list T law. Let's take a look at his at his tight ends. Um, the tight ends. I'm talking about the football player. I'm not talking about butts. Yeah. You guys think butts right now? We're talking football here. And talking Why is it getting so sexual? Okay, D- D- uh, Knox and Henry. This is nice. Also, does this guy have any holes on his team? holes why stop it guys stop getting so nasty oh, you're dude, disgusting I, speaking of sexual
1: i mean don't draft like your father draft yeah. like your daddy easy <laughs> a for our guy easy daddy i love this team i don't have i mean you got maybe 4 picks in and i was like already writing this i i love what he did here, I think top to bottom, it's good. You could sit here and nitpick and say, oh, oh my God, Connor, regression. It doesn't matter. He's got guys within his running back stable that are going to, uh, you know, account for if Connor can't hit. But I think Connor's in line to see a lot of what he did last year. The the wide receivers really excite me because his value-wide receivers, like Mooney, is going to be a, a target monster over there in Chicago, and he's got the connection already with field. So you got him really late. And he's your third wide receiver. I just think there's so much, so much to like here with
2: this team. What about you, Johnny? I do like this team. I'm gonna preface it with that, okay? But oh, I, will, I will, I uh... will say, hey, chasing 2021 because <sighs> all these guys, the reason we like them so much is they were all on championship teams for last year. They were all the guys that helped win championships last year. So of course we're gonna be really high on these guys. Recency bias. Not to say that I don't like these guys because I do. I would give him an A. I I actually uh, do think this is probably the best or one of the top teams in this mock draft right now. Uh, But I definitely see a lot of guys that had a lot to do with championship rosters last year. So just be most
0: definitely. But whose system isn't pointing in the right direction?
2: Uh, is there anybody I here mean, who's Hunter Henry? Uh, I don't know if he's going to get second that tight end Johnny. No, I, I get that Dawson Knox time. also had, was he going to be a top five, tight end next year? I, uh, maybe he could with the, you know, with the people that have exited, but again, and then Pat Mahomes, I've always brought this up. Like Pat Mahomes isn't actually worth a top pick because of the consistency. Uh, when you're looking at the number of week, uh, of top, uh, 12, Weeks that he ends up having compared to his draft cost, uh, it actually doesn't really pan out that way. But yeah, but it doesn't he picked up Davis Mills, dude. Like he's, <laughs> he's got it. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I know what you're saying, but I mean he
0: still finishes as the number four overall quarterback. It might have been lower right. weekly, consistent lower weekly outputs to get you to that overall four spot.
2: I I know, but I'll tell you from a, from a guy who had Tom Brady, who a guy who had Tom Brady, who was the number two quarterback going into the uh, playoffs Mm -hmm. and then put up, uh, you know, QB 28 uh, performance. Guess where I was booted out the first round. So it can happen. It can can happen. happen. So I'm just saying one, you, you could say, you know, you could look at these guys, same with Justin Herbert. That's the big thing people, but Justin Herbert, actually had less top 12 weeks than Tom Brady did last year, but who finished higher Herbert did because the weeks he went off, he went off for a lot more than when uh, Tom Brady did. So
0: I I, I like the Joe Burrow comp over here. I'm with, I'm with Ronald on this one. That's an a draft right there. And even Johnny said it's an a draft draft. for Janae.
2: I'm just saying, pump
0: in a little bit of caution, just pump in a little bit of caution. That's That's all Say don't, 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 don't get too excited here. We got, we got more work to do. Well, okay. don't get any
1: more excited because now we're going to talk about Death by Rona's team, and I can feel uh, uh, the excitement. Uh, is probably uh, not. Uh, kidding, Scott. We'll see what you got here. We'll All see. right, so you already Death said by Rona, it. part of our Patreon subscribers. Appreciate you, Scott. He took Jonathan Taylor at the one-four, then he paired it with Josh Jacobs, Michael Carter, Kareem Hunt then chase Edmonds in the 10th before Chuba Chuba Hubbard in the 14th. Um, that wide receiver. He went Deandre Hopkins at 2.9. Then Deontay Johnson. Love that pick. Love the Cortland Sutton pick at 6'9. nine. Nice. nice. Uh, Marquise Brown in the ninth, but uh, no more wide receivers after that. Um, his quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. So went with the, uh, Two statesmen at the end, pairing them with the upside of Dak Prescott, um, and then his tight ends in the 11th and 13th. He got Logan Thomas and Robert Tunyon. I think people are sleeping on Robert Tunyon as a good breakout candidate, as a guy that you know he's going super late, especially with Devonte Adams leaving. So, guys, you have it here. Uh, austin you're looking at the screen kind of i'll go with you first
0: Well, i'm looking at i'm honest to
1: be pump in i was like what what are they talking about what is this oh they're still talking about your your uh i guess how things got sexual there with easy daddy stuff i mean it was hard Oh my not-
2: god
0: dude uh, there you go again travis with all hard. the euphemisms yeah, yeah. It's like a michael scott lunch right That's now what she said
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah so what are we thinking austin on death by rona's team First thought is solid. We're playing word association, solid, um, decent ceiling, decent floor, no holes, um, it's a B plus a minus squad for me. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to write a minus
2: Hmm. on this. I I don't see any reason not to. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think, uh, I gave him an a minus. I think he was a little bit harsh on his team. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I would, I like this team. See, I, I think he good. just did a
1: reverse psychology on us. He yeah, told probably. us in the comments that his he, that shit his worked. Was, yeah, yeah, it worked. Trash, and now we're talking good things about it. But we'll move on to Smitty Seitao, also part of our Patreon. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. We've got Justin Herbert at 1-3. Remember, it is Superflex League. He got Trey Lance in the seventh. He's been drafting a lot of Trey Lance this offseason. Uh, Kenny Pickett. In the 14th is kind of his, you know, up, you know, lottery ticket rookie QB there. At running back, he took Nick Chubb and uh, Javante Williams at the two and three. Very, very solid running backs there. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson in the eighth, also another good ad there. Tony Pollard in the 11th and Alexander Madison in the 13th for those really, really high value handcuffs. At wide receiver, my man Smitty took. Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, and Garrett Wilson at the 4th, 5th, and 6th round. He then took Hunter Renfro in the ninth and watched J- Johnny GameTime Hicks squirm. Uh, Jarvis Landry in the 12th, and that rounded out his wide receivers. And then for tight end, he went Tyler Higbee in the 10th, and then Tyler Higbee's old uh, teammate, Gerald Everett, in the 15th. So, guys, we've got – I mean, this team looks good, but I'm not, dry, I'm not grading this time. Johnny, we'll go
2: with you. I'm gonna go with an A minus again. I know like we've already given out like three A's, but you you just did people people brought their no, people brought their A game today um pun intended. Uh but I I'm looking at this team realistically, not many I mean you could say tight end is probably the biggest hole uh that you have. Biggest hole. Yeah. But I like the the running backs that you have. I thought they were very uh, like purposeful, right? Like you got good handcuffs. I think your wide receivers are phenomenal uh, and your quarterbacks, I think are, are pretty solid, especially if Lance can get that upside. Uh, if he doesn't, this could be like a C draft, but.
0: What say you Austin Sear? I, I, I'm i tr- It's okay. Here, I, It's a B. Okay. It's a B for me. And I want to go more. And, and what I might put Josh is such a strong drafter. I mean, we've done a, a lot of drafts with Josh. I've been blessed to do so. And he's great. He's won our listener league championship before. And he usually comes in and just rocks these. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I'm just his second running back might not get a lot of might not get a lot of field time. You know, Travis Etienne and AJ Dillon and Drake well, and Herbert. Well, we're, we're on, on Smitty's
2: team. Yeah, we're on Smitty's team right now. Oh shit. Well, that makes yeah, things
0: a little bit different. Yeah. I was I just like, while obs- you were talking about yeah.
1: Jay, Josh's team, I was like, yeah. oh, are you going to say that
0: he sniped him or something? Yeah. Else? I was like, How so in depth. In I was like, really leaning in, Travis. I missed a couple you of know. your comments on this. Taking a look at Smitty Satow's squads, though, I like this a little bit more. <laughs> I like this more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like <laughs> so, we
1: like to say, the grades are like the points on Drew, you know, the uh, whose line it is
0: anyways. They don't really yeah. matter, but Smitty. This is a B plus ahead. Yeah, I like the quarterbacks here and Lance and Herbert. You still get you get really nice upside, pick it down there. Um, Chubb and Williams, I think, is a rock solid duo at the running back spot. You might have two top five running backs when it's all mm-hmm. said and done right there. I'd be surprised if you didn't have two top tens when it's all said and done. That's nice. McLaurin, Judy, Wilson, Renfro, Landry. Like, I think McLaurin and Judy bring ceiling to your game, and then Wilson, Renfro, and Landry bring some floor. We'll see about Wilson, but you got at least those other two that bring the floor to the game. Um, Higby and Everett, it's fine. You know, it's not your answer, but I don't think it's your problem either. And um, it's it's, it's just a solid team that I think is built well for this season. Ramondre Stevenson is a nice third running back. Yeah, you know it's not an A for me, but it's a strong B. All right, last team before we dive into All right. the
1: underdog. Austin took him a little bit earlier here, but we're talking Josh <laughs> here, Jay Blizzy, and he took Josh Allen as his first quarterback, then Kyler Murray in the third, then he took Ryan Tannehill in the tenth. So he's got some good uh, mobile quarterbacks there. At running back, he took Joe Mixon in the second, then Travis Etienne in the sixth, AJ Dillon in the eighth, followed by Kenyon Drake. And Herbert in the fourteenth and fifteenth, like that Herbert pick. I think that was real yeah. late for Herbert. Um, mm-hmm. Wide receiver, he went DK Metcalf, T Higgins uh, in the fourth and fifth. Then Brandon Cooks and Brandon Ayuk, so a couple of Brandons there, spelt different. Seventh and the ninth, uh, and then he took Jacoby Myers and Tim Patrick in the twelfth and thirteenth. This tight end is the Muth, who is officially Luth. Pat Fire is the eleventh rounder that he took there. So. Gentlemen, all that said, uh, uh, Johnny, what do you think? Or Austin, going back to his B. Yeah,
2: we are. It's got the your-
0: B. It's the B on this. I love his quarterbacks, Allen and Murray. That will probably put him in the playoffs just with those two if they stay healthy. And, you know, Kyler Murray comes around to the player that we all know he absolutely can be all season long. Let's see it, my friend. Uh, Joe Mixon, though, is his only real running back as far as I'm concerned. Like, I think Dylan will probably be good. Um, I think he'll probably be like a, a running back too. And if anything happens to Jones, he's a locked in RB one. But you, he, he's got a guy ahead of him, and that's Aaron Jones. Um, Drake and Herbert though could be fine fill in behind. And then over the wide receiver position, like I like these guys, but I don't, I don't love the whole room. Like DK Metcalf, T. Higgins, really nice, high floors, low ceilings. Mm-hmm. Because DK Metcalf, we don't know who's going to be throwing him the ball yet. And T Higgins, like, this is one of those funny situations, right? Like I'm going to argue, I can argue for or against T Higgins all the time because it's like, well, T Higgins actually might be the number one wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Remember that 70 plus yard touchdown he had in the Super Bowl? It's like, yes, he could jump Jamar Chase, but he also might be far behind um, behind Jamar Chase as the number two wide receiver there behind his college buddy, Joe Burrows, that being Jamar Chase. So it's tough for me to say, what I really think about T Higgins, but I do think he got him at a value and I like the way he drafted. Um, Brandon cooks is like a, a, unsexy wide receiver too. That's a nice one there. I, actually has a little bit more upside. I'm <sighs> this has more upside than I initially saw, but the lack of running back still does give me a little bit concern, but this team makes the playoffs and it's got upside to boot.
1: And yeah. We know if he makes the playoffs, Jay Blizzy wins ships, man. That's right. I gave him a B. B. Yeah, I do think this is one of his. He's just not so good as, all the time. Not as not as he's good dead. drafted teams, and he even said, "I agree, us awesome. don't like my RB two situation in this one." So, yeah, he he's well, a, he's aware of his of his faults here, and I, he's gonna go to his do. room and think about what he's done. <laughs> just kidding, Josh. Appreciate you. I all do right. like good I do guys. like it. We're going to do the underdog draft. That's right, Austin. Ooh, I sent yeah. the link for both of you guys, so get in that oh, draft, and then we'll drop you. it here on the YouTube for the three more spots that will be available in that draft.
2: Oh, let's go. We've got one,
1: one of you are in. Hold on. That's I'm, me. I'm trying Speaking to. Speaking of, uh, yeah, it says it's filled. Really? You're disgusting,
0: Travis. No, I'm just saying the second spot is filled, dude. Austin, Wait, you got filled. both spots filled? Dirty man. Oh. Travis, you been watching yeah, that
1: premium. I'm an underdog. I'm, I'm an underdog.
2: Oh. I'm an under- <laughs> what are you doing uh, with
1: Johnny? Are you in there, dude? Are I'm you in trying, yet?
2: Uh, no. Not yet. Oh my god, it's I, in. I, I'm, I'm about to be though. All right, Can I get so a let, boner? Release it. release the Kraken. Uh, you ready? I'm I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm good. I got it. Yeah, in. I got to drop yeah, it here do.
1: on YouTube. Drop it like it's hot. Let me see here. Oh, I hold on, I got it. All right, link should be there for you guys for the
0: for the rest of use use guys. We're waiting You'd on three people. All right, join us, Whisper Nation. He's not.
2: Oh yeah, we appreciate you.
1: Yeah, Ron's saying if you can't tell if it's in, you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Wait, why didn't my... Why didn't when my it? link go in? Can...
2: Hold on. I got it.
1: Um,
2: what is going on? What's The struggle is real. All right.
1: Well, I posted it from... I guess it just didn't post from my personal account so i had to post it from the team yeah. it's saying hey you you joe schmo you can't post links to this youtube you don't have the credentials yeah you're not approved here okay we're got two a, more uh, two, two more, more spots oh one more oh we're free and we're, we're full like that. oh we are full so, yeah, fill us so we got broke out broke out hey what's Bro-Cal. up hey lou death yeah. by rona Oh, there, boys we go. The
2: there
0: we three. go. I us draft a best ball think, tournament, fellas.
1: Next week we should do twelve. I think we, I think we can
2: get it going. I think, I think we can do twelve, 12. next year or let's next do it. week. Next year, Johnny's so yeah. like, yeah, next year. I, next I, year, think we can do it. Next yeah, year, let's do we it. it. Well, you
1: know the drill, guys. Underdog fantasy or download the app. Use the promo code TFW, and you too can draft with us i mean the band all night long band youtube could also draft with us but you (laughs) as well could draft with us and you could have a stacked team like we're about to have because that is the one thing that we know
0: is my team is about to be so stacked so stacked remember when youtube like forced their album onto everybody's iphone oh my god dude (laughs) yes i was just talking like I i was like awesome we were talking in our head. I was like, "You two in my mind is so overrated," and they were like, "Really? Why?" And I was like, "Because they put their album on everybody's phone, and people were sad about it." That's the only thing I remember about them. That's it. That's not the only thing I remember about them. I remember the IMAX. I, I mean, YouTube's awesome. Well, oh shit, I'm on the
1: where they counted and they yeah, counted like
0: 20 or something. When
1: their lyrics isn't that them. Uno, dos, tres, and then they... Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the other thing I remember about you two.
2: Catorce! I am always next to Austin. He, what's up, baby? Austin. Well, I thought I had gotten the number one pick again, and I was like, all right, this is getting a little now, Well, you now. didn't. I did. So. Yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't, because I didn't want the number one pick again. I went with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. It's scary, that's but pretty, that's basketball. pretty good. No, right? not Is that, in best ball. Yeah,
1: best ball. It's, a it's like bit. the one area I could get shares of CMC this year, I feel like. and
0: feel good Sunday, about. bloody Sunday. <laughs> I'm just I'm just having a U2 stroke over here, as Ronald <laughs> says.
2: <laughs> Got to go with the DH, designated hitter, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, it's a great oh, best wait, ball pick up. Happened? What happened? Mm. I don't know, bro. He's still around. Johnny, game time. Four. Three. Two. No, Julia I don't two. know it. Oh my gosh. Give it an oh my god. Okay, good. It literally no, it it. Well, didn't get your show shit right, it. you're gonna be back Hold so on. fast. No, no, I'm saying it what happened was it didn't show like I, I hit draft and then it, it like didn't pick it was just counting down and then it was like oh failed to draft. The final Eric Henry.
1: countdown. Ta-da.
2: Oh, bro, This is like taking a second every time. <laughs>
0: What's going on? Oh. Hold on.
2: I literally
1: Austin. just <laughs> Austin going off. Johnny's having like a, a midlife crisis. <laughs> trying to have his fix. This is great.
2: No, every time I pick hey, right away and then it doesn't, it like sits there for ten seconds, and then it's like, "Oh, it's are, are, you elect- the,
1: are you hitting the draft button?
2: Yes, but it was like telling me it was not no, but there's a little green arrow that says draft, Johnny, yes, I know, oh, I'm saying I hit that, and it would not yeah, because a there's player. a drop down,
1: <laughs> and then you press the button to draft. you guys are unbelievable right now. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted the old man grumble. The,
0: no.
2: uh, what did I do, Johnny? I didn't do anything. My app, my app isn't working, <laughs> and now I'm gonna end up losing this draft because it's gonna inevitably mess up. <laughs> oh shit! Calvin Brown, love all the
1: TFW shows, but I'm really into today's. Oh, Ooh, I like Is that, that a one. innuendo? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, nasty, nasty boy. You got a Whisper Nation
0: boner. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Just, we're market testing some hey. things, right? <laughs> hey. You know, Ronald's burrito is almost ready. You're you're a dirty dog, Ronald, man. <laughs> <laughs> dirty underdog. Oh, dirty underdog. Oh. Make sure you use TFW for a hundred dollars and free money. Yeah. That promo code. <laughs> oh shit, Miss Yas's comment up here. I sure didn't like seeing TikTok Facebook pre-installed my new phone, right? I was like, I, I didn't either. What would be worse is if it was TikTok and it was
1: playing the U2 album oh <laughs> as my. soon as you went to your for you page, it was automatically playing U2's album. Oh. I mean, oh, one Lord. might just say yeah. that's first really first of all, smart cut-ups from this this week's episode. I agree with Calvin Brown. The cut-ups are great from this week's episode because we're talking u two, we're talking
2: uh, we're talking Booty. sexual innuendos. I mean, it's so, in your endo. Well, I think what we're <laughs> That's what think what we're determining here is that we need to get our videos <laughs> get implanted on on new iPhones when they come in. You just automatically have the Fantasy Whispers data source uh, with all our content loaded on the iPhone. There we go. Working on these partnerships here,
0: dude. Man, I'm really liking my freaking team right now. <clears throat>
2: Of course, you are, dude. Well, I mean, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill stuff. I don't have a running back yet. Yeah, yeah fuck it. I think I, think I, I want can... CD Lamb over AJ. I think no, that's smart.
1: Yeah, that is smart. AJ Green?
0: Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, definitely AJ Green for sure. Uh, no, I like CD over AJ Brown this year. Higher passing attack, better quarterback, it's the lead receiver. All right. Oh, AJ Brown's got to deal with Humphreys. That's a joke. <laughs> so, Johnny, who are you going to take with C.D. Lamb now? Ooh, Mark Andrews. That was smart.
2: Yeah, I went for – I mean, it does – Mark Andrews over Pitts? Yes, because – I'll tell you why. Because Mark Andrews, especially in best ball – he gets those like forty point thirty point fantasy weeks he's had i don't i want to say it's over six in the last two years he's had over six of those don't don't quote me on that but I'm pretty sure it's up there he has a couple of them at least per season so fantasy best ball wise you definitely want something like that but Joe, I did, you scroll I, down just a little bit oh, there you go yeah yeah okay. just want people to see.
0: Maybe we can do like a minus. Can we make the can we make the dropboard smaller? Is that possible?
2: Oh now last week it's hey can you make it bigger? This week it's make it smaller. <laughs> yeah, man. Unbelievable.
0: Different, different fits oh, for different... you guys,
2: you guys have changed. You shit. know, you just you guys have changed. Every day, man. Well, that's that's the not the point. point. wow well, so they say. If you are not changing, should
1: say if you're not growing, oh it's shit. Constant change, then you're dying
0: which uh, Saquon Barkley. So I, 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 I guess that's an all right pick there. Well, do you see what I did? You, you take my here, I Gibson? Did, I wanted I did, to be I took, there. I
1: took Gibson. Cause we were talking about like, I was like, I'll just diversify here. I'll take Gibson. Even okay. though I think
0: it's probably Saquon, even in baseball. I'm going to take Gibson here. I wanted to take my running back combo and Tolson's one, two with Aaron Jones and Antonio Gibson.
1: Too bad, dude. Mm. too bad so sad call your dad so Say what's up richard
0: dad <laughs> travis is being a fucking dick <laughs> uh, should be like uh, does he want my donald driver jersey still like yes all right i'll send it to him <laughs> no oh my god if you didn't know my dad wanted to give travis his Green Bay Donald Driver jersey, the one that he wore to the Packers' latest Super Bowl in Dallas, and he's like, "Hey Austin, let me talk to you really quick." I was like, "All right." He's like, "Hey, I'm thinking about gifting Travis my Donald Driver jersey. Would you would you have any issue with that?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, well, yeah, I just you know I just I just wanted to give it to him because you know I, I thought he'd like it." I'm like, "Right, right, right." He's like, "And you'd have an issue with that?" I'm like, "I would." And he's <laughs> like, "Well, can I can I give it can I can I give it to him?" I was like, "I wish you really wouldn't." Because I would, I would like that one myself. It's like, okay, well, I just thought Travis might be like, I get it. No, I understand that, that Travis would like to <laughs> enjoy the jersey. I get that. But don't and, fucking give it to him. And then he went and spent Thanksgiving Day at his house, and it was super awkward when I went over to Travis's house unexpected. So, you know, whatever uh, life is hard. Also. Part of that is true.
1: Oh, Calvin, you like the hat? You can yeah. stuff one of these hats Come over on, at nice. the Ooh. Ooh, nice. Glad you like it. We like it, too. We like you three. You three? I'm just a U2. We're doing more oh, U2. It's
0: a beautiful day. <laughs> Sunday,
1: bloody Sunday. That's what it's going to be for my team, because it's just going to be beating other teams to a pulp <laughs> on Sundays. Blood. So much blood. Oh, I got to draft someone, though. Blood. Yeah, you
2: got it. Blood. Oh, Ooh, you, Waddle, nice pick up. I think yeah. that was a bit of a reach for your guy. Oh shit! Speaking of reaching for guys, I'll take, I'll take.
0: I don't care what Johnny said. I'll take Patrick Mahomes yeah. here. Oh yeah, and and
2: yeah, you're we're also in like the seventh round now,
0: Johnny. I know you hate him and you hate what he's
2: a you hate what's no, about. Also you hate in, what in he studies ball, and how he looks. Johnny's in, over here judging ball. every single pick, dude. No, and best ball, he's actually like the best. Well, the best and now he's on my team. I mean, I'm the I best. Mean, no, it's it's a good it's a good thing to get him on your team. Yeah, yeah. Say All it again.
0: Right. Sunday Bloody Sunday. Ah, yeah. I like it the little. Eddie Vetter. Look I in draft, there. Nice. at that. Nice.
1: Seven SMR. drafted seven rounds worth of players, but I
2: still haven't found <laughs> what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Nice. Classic. Nice. Yeah. That was really good. That was excellent.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Really,
1: Johnny? DJ Moore right there? What a reach Yep. Dude.
2: Yep, dude. It's my guy. There's quarterbacking for the Panthers. It's going to be Baker Mayfield. It'll
1: be Robbie Anderson because he keeps hating on everybody they bring dude. in. Oh, my yeah. God. Can we talk like, a
0: second about Robbie Anderson yeah. and him being like so, like, operating in his own world. Like, did did he know that people can read his tweets? Also, does he not (laughs) realize that like people can also look him up on George Kittle? No, death by Rona. That's who I wanted. I wasn't even even doing a backup. Hey, Johnny,
1: just, so you know, so you don't end up drafting him. Calvin Ridley's got the out symbol next to his name. Now, just so you're, you got, so you catch him. this time. Yeah, no, I don't want you to
0: accidentally. I mean, you won't, you won't seriously right calvin i was like here and i was like damn that sounded really nice that's a good singing. travis you do he's singing growing up yeah i was in choir yeah i was too but no, i meant nothing cool. for my pipe yeah right dude.
2: <laughs> i was in choir I as mean, well and my teacher told me i was me, in choir hey, for one year we sang
1: um we did like a disney medley on ice disney on ice medley no it was more like old school like the mary poppins songs we sang
2: Oh, okay. okay. So there you have 12 oh, so seconds, Chimney,
0: chim-chim-chim-chiru. is not that... If you're real lucky. Yeah. I've got a draft pick ready for you.
2: Hey, nice. Ooh. I mean, yes. That sounded a lot like... Oompa, oompa, oompa-titi. my kitty boy. What's if boy? you are wise, you'll draft with me. What What do you you get get when you you grab Julian (laughs) Edelman?
0: A funny reel that Instagram made relevant. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Classic. That was a good save. That was, yeah. Dude, look at that. Michael Thomas in the
2: ninth. Let's go. Suck it, Johnny. Suck it, Trevor. I got my double dip that chip right there with Joe Burrow. All the way in the ninth, I finally got my double dip. That's pretty nice. Joe Burrow and T. Higgins is pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty it's pretty, good. Good, pretty, good, pretty, good, pretty Pretty solid, you know. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, I
0: took Michael Thomas in both mock drafts, both drafts today. Oh.
1: Really hoping like- Michael Pittman makes it to me. What, here. what made yeah.
2: you wake up uh, and want to do that? Me? Yeah.
0: I just, I, I put on an album of Johnny's greatest hits before I go to sleep. Oh. And Johnny, Cash. Um, Johnny, Johnny Game Time. Usually it makes me wet the bed, but this time I woke up just really feeling Michael Thomas. I was like, mm, this nice. Well, good. Mm. Glad You're to have you on me. board. I Real talk, though. This is actually a pretty fun sun, uh, team name. Sunday Bloody Sunday. Well, that That's is a good. It's a pretty yeah. good one. Yeah.
2: What are some other of your good team name swiss for nation let us know in the comments below Ooh, that's a good question you
0: yeah what's your favorite what's your favorite team name or a good one or just one that you like i'll start i've always wanted to have a Bengals, lions and a bears player so then i can name my team lions tigers and bears oh my i just think it sounds cute
2: yeah i like that one my mine's still my favorite one is drake's favorite team that was classic that's pretty good a little bit
0: of a wind up on that, but you, you brought it forward with the gifts and images. Yeah. Johnny's Johnny's premise on that one. Whisper nation was that Drake, it was like, it was around the time of him rooting for some college football, basketball champion, whatever. And it's like, Drake picks whoever has the best chance of winning it all. That yeah. was the joke around. So Johnny's like, that's my team, baby. Yeah, it's your favorite nice. team.
2: Well, it was classic too. Cause like, i can't somebody else had like a, a different team name so they like went in depth as to why they named it mm. that and then chelsea uh philly chelsea she also had one uh team name like that so she just chose she decided to write a paragraph on why her team name was what it was and then so my me uh i was just like oh whatever like i'm not gonna write anything but i'll make these uh photoshop Photos of Drake and me and my team and became Drake's new favorite team. That was pretty good. Calvin says my fave is Dracari's Dragons. Guess my favorite T V oh. show.
0: Vikings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How to train your dragon. Ooh, that's Ooh. gotta be it. Ooh. You're
0: Big Game of Thrones fan. Hey, that's a an
2: underrated movie. Don't you be dissing on How to Train Your I'm Dragon. I'm not dissing it. You just – he good. has show, and you – Good, because I was gonna about to movie. come right through this damn screen. You trying to step, Travis? Yeah. You
1: trying to step? I'm just yeah. trying to get Johnny to play by the rules. When somebody says, you know, mention a show, don't say a movie.
2: Hey, I'm sure there's a How to Train Your Dragon TV show now. That you know, that movie no. was good enough. There's not, No. Though. Are you sure about that? Not the lip bite. I'm going to have to get I'm going to have to get back on this uh you know knowing more about these these PG movies, dude. Baby Jay can't be watching no you know rated R stuff. So Why not? What about the Matrix? <laughs> I actually I was never my parents were never like really big on that stuff, so I probably won't be either like Hey. Just... Oh, you want to watch Braveheart? This shit's fire. This shit's <laughs> fire. <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. Let me explain this concept to you so you understand the rest of the film, Baby J. So, Le'Veon Rose from Yaz. Didn't pan out quite the last few years. Good for you. I'm thinking of some of our, our friend Zabo's team names, where he crams as many frickin' puns in as possible.
1: The broskis The Gosprowskis broskies
0: oh yes.
2: man that was my second pick right there i didn't want to do that well that's oh, okay no. I, got, I got jerry judy that's okay he's good oh my god i want that i want please don't take who i want right now
0: dbr don't take him oh it's happening it. you got him i got him give me give me gabriel davis give him to me now oh want that upside huh i'm gonna fucking win this one for
2: sure i don't know i do my I
0: do. Yeah, uh, can you
2: know that? Tra- Travis, Travis's team is pretty stacked on this one, so. Oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of going on both drafts here, Big Travi, just trying to repeat what he did earlier. Uh, again, J.K. Dobbins here. Did you draft T.J. Hawkinson earlier, Travis? No, I did not. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about him. You wanted to. You thought about it. I <laughs> also like to go backwards. Dirty. dirty. First of like, all,
1: the first part of this comment is great. Back backwards dirty. Backwards Everybody dirty. loves dirty. to go backwards dirty. The oh, second part is great. Like Liddy tickers, fuck <laughs> and Ludy <Lutie> bickers. <laughs> Ludy bickers.
0: This reminds me of the oh, orbit. Dude,
2: dude. this so is who are like uh, a home-
0: cootie queen. You lit oh, liquor. You lit liquor. This uh, tr- uh, Johnny, you referenced our hometown league. This reminds me of. Uh, Jared's team names. I think like his for the last several years has been Big Test Icicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. And then I think his image is just uh, Randy Marsh. That episode with his, with Randy, his cajones.
1: look at your balls. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoking weed in front of a cup.
0: <laughs> yeah, Big Test Icicles. Oh, my God. Speaking of this, though, I just because I saw Jared recently, dude, he was giving me the best lesson on – So my homie, my homie, Jared, who I got to play football with in high school and just just one of my best friends, he is one of the most like confident out there, act as if you belong people I've ever met. Helps that he's six foot four, 300 plus pounds, but he is also somebody who just like embodies whatever he needs to embody to move throughout a room. And he came up with this line. He said, you have to just act like you are. Exactly where you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So, why would you explain that to anybody? You're exactly where you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're <laughs> supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. And he – was like, Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the rule. That's what you got to do. It's a rule. And he was telling me he was at a Denver game, and it just made me think there. He was at a Denver game, and a homie had handed him, and this was like a little while back, and a homie had handed him like a joint. And he was going around, like, smoking it at the stadium, just, like, chilling, doing what he does. And then he got caught by security. And they were like, look, if you just give this to me now, like, we got no problems. We're not going like, to, like, call the cops or do anything. And you just, like, go on about your business, man, but just give it to me now. And he's like, oh, I, he just plays dumb. He's like, okay, here you go. And then these cops start following him. And then later on, they, like, stop him. And they're like, hey, um, you know, what, what were you smoking there? He goes, oh, I got no idea. And they go what do you mean? <laughs> you got no idea. He goes I'm from Arizona. <laughs> and they're like okay, uh, well what does that have to do, you know, with the tea in China? He's like yeah, I don't know. And they're like well no no no, seriously though, what were you smoking? He's like I don't know. And they're like you um sir, what was going on? He goes I know, man, it's so crazy. I just don't know. <laughs> <I'm> like
2: <laughs> You got to hear it. That's so before. crazy. I just oh, don't know. Well, I feel
0: like Chelsea, she was there when he was telling us about it. And his, his, the go-to line was like, look, guys, I'm from Arizona. I don't know. It's like, you don't know what you were. He's like, no, man, they gave it to me. Things are crazy here.
2: <laughs> Things are crazy here. <laughs> and then my
0: dad is sitting at the same table and he goes, never, ever, ever admit what they can't prove. And Jared goes, is that fatherly advice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of it is. I mean, That's oh my big. god. No, yeah, it really was though. Yeah, like my dad like tuned tuned turned up in a way that he never did to me as like as being my dad. Like he had a pretty like solid head on his shoulders when it came to those matters, but like he was a little bit wild too and so to hear him like totally break out of his dad hat just to be like don't ever 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 admit what they can't prove. And I was like, damn, you were a conscious objector in Vietnam who <laughs> <laughs> did all your weird stuff. All right, rounding out this. Oh, Ramondra, that's a nice pickup. I don't know
2: if you guys have heard checked that. out the draft over the last. Like, I mean, years.
1: obviously, there's nothing I can say that'll surprise you guys, but my team is stacked.
0: You gotta mark this one down. Like, Which one this? is this? Yeah. The April eighteenth. We draft. Should,
2: what if, Yeah. What if you are only allowed to be like, my team is stacked like a max of two times. Oh You're no, no! Only allowed to say claim that your team. Well, would this team to. would get it because it just is. Yeah. Well, he's got to take Calvin Ridley first, and then it would be. Does someone take Marty? No, no. he's still young, on the board for young you. Young right. He's that's still on the board for, for you. Right hey. What are you guys
1: gonna eat tonight? Oh uh, good question. Uh, <laughs> good point. Good point, Ron. Oh, you know what? That's probably what it is, huh, Ron? It's that it's a six man league. That's why it's so stacked.
0: Can't put it past the professor, guys. As soon as we hey. think we're smart. Hey. Yeah. Let's get back. You know. Fine. 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 No, but yeah, what's for
1: dinner? Hmm. Steak. Oh, I'm gonna I'm Ooh, gonna do some tri-tip
0: yeah. as, or I'm gonna do steak as well. Do tri-tip. Yeah. Nice. Chelsea is at an event tonight, and she will be out until eight o'clock. And so, uh, I mean, you're you're looking out for yourself. I am. I'm an only child though, so I'm used to it. That was I was gonna make that a more depressing joke than it came around to being. So. I'll try better next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just be depressed and don't try at all. You know? Yeah, that's another route, too. Yeah, that's just like... Less effort, right? Just be in character. Yeah. Let's see. That sounds good.
0: Beef.
2: Let
1: me go, I don't want
2: him. Yeah, beef. That's what's for dinner. Did you say, I don't want him, and then you drafted him? Oh, no, I didn't want the other guy that I was looking at. Oh, good. Don't look at him because I want him. No, He's you, mine. Better, you better I mean, I'll not. Just, I'll just take. Oh, unbelievable. This guy. Oh, nice pick. Yeah, that is a pretty good one. I was eyeing him. I was looking at him. But then I was like, eh, I'd rather have Zach Ertz.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah, I know. That's pretty surprising, huh? Getting Zach Roots the 18. I thought I drafted a third quarterback. <laughs> oh. Damn it, Austin. I, it I literally was gonna draft him.
1: No, you weren't, dude.
2: Yeah, I had it up. <laughs> so that my time wouldn't even run out. Yeah, but you don't but then you didn't,
1: did. you didn't understand about the green
2: draft button, so I'm not even sure you would have got him. I did understand about the green draft button. It just wasn't working. Harry.
0: Don't ever, ever, ever admit what they can't prove. (laughs) He was like eating food too when he said it, and like he was like so stopped.
2: Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? What have you done, Dad? Come on, baby." They couldn't prove it it because they can't prove it. Don't take this pick. Come on. Yes. Boom! (laughs) I love when Johnny gets happy. Yeah, I was excited about that one.
0: Garrett Wilson getting dude, a shearer. I, I think Freak Stomper got bombed with our uh, Drake London take and never came back. I know. He oh, peekabooed right out of here, dude. Peekaboo, back. Man, if he peekabooed us right at the ball end, ball man, I'd be, ball be ball so, ball. so
1: excited. I don't think he got a spot in the draft, so that might have been why. Oh. Uh, All right. He didn't stick around. He was like. Because he wasn't like in the super draft. Yeah. Which one of these QBs has the most upside? None of them.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: No. That
2: can't be it. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, man.
1: maybe? Is Trevor Lawrence... Zach out?
2: Wilson? Zach Wilson? Eh, I'd take Trevor Lawrence. T-law. I think, uh, actually, Carson Wentz, probably. Carson Wentz oh, or Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones has the highest upside of who's left. For best ball?
1: Being honest, yeah.
2: Like best ball-wise? Jared Goff. Jared Goff, actually.
1: Yeah, Jared Goff doesn't
2: run, though. True. Mm. malik willis actually if you really want upside malik willis that dude rising up draft boards
1: he doesn't have a team yet Johnny.
2: yeah but uh, so that's why it's smart dude says here his teeth were made out of wool
0: All right, Uh, Whisper Nation, we got 20 rounds through in our Underdog Best Ball Tournament. If you didn't have a chance to get in this one, good news, you got a chance to get in next week's, every Monday at the same time, we're going to be doing our mock draft, followed by a real best ball draft over on Underdog Fantasy. We'd love to have you with us. If you like what you've been listening to and want to get in on it, not only hit that subscribe, but hit that little bell. Learn That's what notifies you to let you know when we're coming up live, so you get yeah, Monday and Thursday, we'll be coming at you live with other bits of content dropped throughout the week. Monday and Thursday, consistent though. So we'll see you next week if you don't have a chance to get on this one. How are we looking, Johnny, with the points?
2: Uh, BroCal, I think, is the winner, uh, or projected. Another major projection mm. of, uh, yeah, Austin, I think you came in second on those, but... 43-9, uh, Drew, Drew, Drew K. Lou was at, uh, they had a... A good one too. Oh yeah, no Drew K. Lou, sorry Drew Ooh, K. Lou Nice. Was. I got a little uh, mixed up there. Stop the count, dude. Stop the count. We want to recount, but Drew K. Lou here. Dak, Deshaun, Ryan, Najee, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon.
1: You can ring my bell.
0: All right. Well, we'll see. Ring That's a pretty band. good team, actually. That's pretty stacked
2: there. I do like this team.
0: All right. Well, there it is. You got it. Whisper Nation, man. It's been a really fun time hanging out with all you guys. Calvin Brown, Ronald, of course. Uh, Yaz jumping in. That was super cool. We got Death by Rona, of course. Josh joined up with us. Freak Stomper at the top of it all. Mr. Miyagi stopping by. Absolutely love it. Love you all. If I missed you out there, it was unintentional. I promise. Thanks for joining with us. Let us know. Uh let us let us know when I don't know. Let us let us know what the fuck you want to let us know. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> love Johnny, Travis, and like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Really appreciate the support. Any final words, Travi, Johnny? Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, peace and love. What about you, Johnny? I'll second that. Peace and love. Make that a third. On behalf of Big Travi, that's Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm Austin Sear with the Fantasy Whispers. We're out of here. Peace. Right here. Hey, you like mock drafting? So do we. Check out one of our previous mocks in the videos here and like and subscribe to catch next week's mock draft.